Now entering Nerdist.com. You made it weird. You made it weird. You made it weird. Oh, yeah. You made it weird. You made it weird. Yes, you did. You made it weird. Oh, yeah. You made it weird with Pete Holmes. What's happening, weirdos? This is, a, dare I say, an extra special episode of uh, this podcast where I sit down with Sweet Lady Val, my uh, lovely girlfriend, as well as Aaron Bonner Jackson, uh, one of my, he is my oldest friend. We, as we will discuss, met in the sixth grade and have stayed in touch for all these years. Um, Aaron was the drummer in my punk band, which we get into here, and we're actually going to play uh, some tracks uh, from our demo, which is something fans of uh, weirdos have requested in the past. So this is the episode where we do it. We also really get into exactly what it feels like to be a junior high boy and kind of this. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to tip it. It's very, very candid, very, very honest, very, very vulnerable. I, I we haven't released an episode like this where I'm like, oh my god, this is very close to the nerve and very vulnerable, uh, but I love it, I, and I hope you love it. Um, it was fun to do, and it's exciting to release, so I really hope you enjoy it. it there's, there's, there's a lot going on here, so let's, let's get to it as quickly as possible, as I always like to say. PeteHolmes.com for any uh, t-shirts that we've ever done on this podcast, as well as tour dates and all that sort of stuff. December 3rd is the uh, premiere date of my HBO special, as far as I know. I'm pretty sure it's going to be December 3rd uh, and the HBO show Crashing, which we just uh, are finishing up here in the edit, is going to be out in February, also on HBO. I'm excited for both of those things. We have uh, two wonderful sponsors for this episode. Uh, one of them you know quite well. We're so grateful for your support is Squarespace. Uh, if you need a website, if you need a landing page, a, a beautiful gallery, a professional blog, or an online store, we know this. It's all included with your Squarespace website. So if you need a website, don't dally. Get into it and start your free trial today and support this show by using squarespace.com and enter the offer code WEIRD. They'll even give you 10% off. 10% off with offer code WEIRD, your first purchase. Squarespace, set your website apart. We also have a second sponsor, which I'm excited about, which is the wonderful show, Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell. Yeah, I've watched this. I love this show. It's an original series. It's on Adult Swim. For those of you that don't know, it's a workplace comedy set in hell. Literally hell, where demons grapple with love, sex, religion, technology, and dealing with the world's shittiest boss, all while having to stab some unfortunate soul in the scrotum. It's really, really funny. It starts one of my favorite podcast guests, uh, Henry Zabrowski, who is amazing. He's also on Crashing. Uh, he, it also includes Andy Daly, Eddie Pepitone, Ram Dass. Okay, not Ramdas, but seriously, season three premieres October 23rd at 11.30 p.m. on Adult Swim, and you can catch up on seasons one and two at adultswim.com. Uh, the guys that make the show, including Henry, are fans of the podcast, so you know they have good taste. They even included a note here to ask me to improvise a new theme song in character as the Not Feeling It Chicken, uh, which I will do, because I, I love Henry so much. Ah. Your pretty face is going to hell. Not feeling it. But he is feeling it. That's as much as I can do. It, it It's late, guys. Your pretty face is going to hell. Watch it. 
Okay, guys, enjoy Sweet Lady Valerie, who uh, me and my friend Nick Bernstein, who listened to this before it came out, agree. We think she has the joke of the podcast. And my dear friend Aaron Bonner-Jackson and our band Nude and some really... You're gonna see. This is this is a this is a this is a special episode. I really hope you like it. It's uh, raw. It's real. It's funny. It's honest, and it's about to happen. So get into it. All right. How dare you? Oh. That's not a good way to start. <laughs> your Look face at your is horrifying. Face. <laughs> well, from this angle, from behind. Yeah. No, I understand. Does For anybody th- else want rosé? Val brought rosé. Rosé. I'm okay with no, without rosé. I'll yeah, see. Maybe in a minute. Katie, do you want me? I'm okay. Thank you. All right. Katie, I will drink did, alone. Were you? <laughs> all right. You can pour me. Were you? Pour me I think you look like maybe you were just no, being healthy. Oh, you're going to the gym. I'm going to yeah. So you can't as ro- soon can't, as we're done here. Although can't rosé. Gym, uh, yeah, that helps sometimes. That's yeah, sometimes helps the only pain, way I can actually work out is if I get Oh, can I get my note? I forgot about my notes. Although I don't really need notes for old. Should I bust out the tapes? So we have access to them. Sure. Uh, oh man. Well, Aaron, welcome, uh, welcome to the program. This is Aaron Bonner Jackson. For anyone who would like to listen to this and incriminate him in some way, it is I. <laughs> and uh, sweet lady Val is here. Hi. I'm very excited that Sweet Lady Val is here. We just ate a, a, a light brunch. Was that a, a good breakfast? The breakfast, sure. Solid, yeah. solid breakfast. Yeah. Solid. When does it get into brunch territory? Like 11? <laughs> <laughs> I think so, right yeah. Now. I think if a Bloody Mary is involved, even if it's with a steak and it's 9 p.m., it's still brunch. Yeah. That's, that was I it. think that's safe. That's a safe brunch guideline. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Earn, as I call you, do you mind? No, not at all. You're the only one left who calls me Ern. I call you Ern. <laughs> now you Two, have both of you. Kumail calls you Big Ern. Oh, I have other friends actually who call me Ern because of you. Yeah, Ern. But uh, you, you, you have definitely kept it going. You have a lot of nicknames from Pete, I'm assuming, exclusively. Yeah. I've heard you called multiple things, and it many took me a while things, to realize that things. it was the same person. Rooney Spoony. Rooney. Well, there's just Rooney. Well, which, is, which is from Air Run, Air Rune, Air Rune, Rooney, Rooney, Rooney Spoony. Of course, if you're going to call someone Rooney, you're going to throw in the spoon. Right. Rooney Spoony. Uh, Ern came from uh, your dad. We also, the lesser, lesser used Arn, A R N. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because Aaron is kind of, you know, it's a name that stops you in the middle to check your, like, frisks you. You know what I mean? You're walking <laughs> down the sidewalk and he goes, hey, stop. And then it's a stop and frisk name because he goes, Aaron, like it's too, Aaron, Aaron. Like it does, I've it's, never it's heard not that easy. one before. Aaron. Aaron. No one has ever said like that. Like right here, Aaron, you wish it were over, but then you're like, ugh, there's another laugh. Just too many letters Run. in that name. Five letters. <laughs> Your name should be Aaron. That should be it. And that's where Aaron comes in because it's, it's the lazy man's Aaron. Aaron. I feel like I'm working out my uvula and my Aaron. deep tonsil muscles to say Aaron. I'd never realized my name was so hard to say. It is. That's why wow. people have a, a major problem with you. Yes, yeah, so which is why they call me all sorts of things. But your dad would call and say, is, is Arn there? Arn. Yeah, I'm, call, you always, I'm when calling you, for Arn. You, you always made it sound like he had some sort of accent, which I don't think he has. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You always... <laughs> insinuated yeah. that he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. One, t- we were unfair. I want to say as a caveat, 
We're going to get into what it was like being friends starting in sixth grade. Yeah. So there's going to be some kind, not not shitty, but not great. It's not adult behavior. Mm-hmm. Calling someone Arn and Ern. Like if we met now and I was like, I'm going to call you Arn because Aaron's a dumb you, name. you call people all sorts of things now. Yeah, but I, that's like that's mild. Yeah, but I, I feel like the way we did it was very specifically junior high. Like you pointed out that I have a lot of nicknames for Valerie, but it's not because it's not like Val is silly or something. What? Oh, the nickname. I thought I, I was making a, a good point, but Ern says I'm still behaving as a junior. <laughs> well, I, I don't know that you call anybody with their actual name these days, do you? No, I'm a nickname person. No, you, yeah. they, I, I'm Mike. You're like, hey, Mikey B. And it's like, you know, but that, I feel immediately. Like people like nicknames, yeah? Uh, they do. But I'm okay. a big believer. I've said this many times. Everyone, a guy at the, the TSA checking your license knows your name is Val. Valerie. Mm-hmm. So I like calling you Sweet Lady V or Valerie or Val or Valerie or Val <laughs> or, uh, or an, a, a plethora of other ones. And similarly, you know, Kumail, I call I call him K Man. Uh, Emily, I call her Pido. Yeah. Uh, I call Katie. I call Katie. <laughs> Ern, I call Ern. So that's your real well, name. Well, Pete's mom calls you Rooney exclusively. Uh-huh. Yes. Rooney Spoonie. Yeah, no one else calls me Rooney. I don't call I you Rooney anymore. Cute. She liked that one. Yeah, I that like one that stuck. One too. And I actually see it was supposed to be Rooney and Tooney. So I tried to get it. See, this is kind of a good insight psychologically into me, as I'm always calling people nicknames because I desperately want to have a cool nickname. And it, it's, it's like throwing yourself a birthday party. I never party. even thought about that. So, no, I tried. I tried to get it going. As I'd be like, you're Rune. And I'll be Tune. Rune and Tune. And then it would be Rooney Tune. R- and Rune was spelled R-U-N with a dash, like a tilde over the U, mm-hmm. which is not mm-hmm. correct. I don't think that's how you make a U sound like two O's. I don't think there <laughs> Probably is. Probably not. But I don't think there is an accent. We were learning like Spanish at the time, so yes. it made sense. And then, the, so it was R-U-N-Y-E. Z. Tune. And uh, so it was T-U-N, and there's an umlaut over umlaut. It, the U and tune. Yeah. Now, here's where you get real weird, and, and there's going to be a lot of exploration of kind of like, hopefully people will listen and, and recognize something in their own junior high lifestyles, is that like boys, I, I can't speak for girls, I was a boy, boys uh, and their early essential friendships Kind of weird. Like, we were bored. Here's my point. Is I made a video game called Rooney Tune that had me and Ern as playable characters. It was a hypercard in, like, a playable point-and-click adventure. Did I see this? Oh, my God. Of course I showed it to you. Deep deep basement. I can still draw (laughs) you the way that I did. Like, you had, like, you used to I like that you're drawing this. No one can see what you're doing. I'm drawing it for my own pleasure. But no one can see it. There's there's you, and and there there was me. I always, I was a face, I I had no eyes. I had glasses. There was no eyes behind my glasses. That's a pretty accurate depiction of your hair, though. <laughs> yeah, no, you can draw Ern's hair. Yeah. Ern's kind of like Tina from Bob's Burgers in that way. <laughs> it's very poofy. <laughs> very poofy, very... And I'm That's saying you so look cute. like Edward Snowden. If any, But you That's, don't think... No, he's a good-looking no. man, and he's is relevant. He, is and, he, yeah. He's on the run. <laughs> as he's soon as you're on the he's run, he's always unshaven. You become so much better looking if you're on the That's run. That's true. That's true. Although That's why that... they call it on the lamb. People love lamb. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Great logic. <laughs> Just Except vegetarians. They don't call it on the skunk. <laughs> lamb. True. Gentle as a lamb. Delicious lamb chops. It's, 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 it's a lamb. It's a lamb. I let him in. He's on the lamb. If you are on the run and you get on a lamb, you're If you're riding in on a lamb, I think you can get in anywhere. It's like, hey, I'm on a lamb. Yeah, he's on a lamb. Let me in. very slowly. But that's a terrible, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You should get on some sort of cougar or a jaguar. That poor lamb. You should get on Courtney Cox is what I'm saying. But I love this Rooney Tunes because I feel like that is just the feeling of like being a kid is you make things like as specific and secretive. Like yeah. it's the same thing with like a secret handshake or right. like so it's like we'll we'll call each other these things, but mm-hmm. we know that right. we're spelling it different. Like your That's right. Secret language. Oh, and our band, which we'll get to, we're gonna play for those of you listening and are kind of like, I don't know if I want to listen to this one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm deciding if I'm gonna check out right here. If you're not bought in yet. I yeah. enjoyed that. That lamb riff, <laughs> and Val's always a delight. But I'm on the fence with listening to these guys. Understandable. <laughs> Unpack their past. Understandable. We are going to play. Earn has, as of yet, 15 years unheard tapes of our band, and something even worse or more embarrassing. So we're going to play yes. that, which is going to be exciting. But so our band was called Nude, and Nude was spelled anyway. N-O-O-D, N-E-W-D. Mm-hmm. Like, we were very obsessed with, like, secret language and stuff. Mm-hmm. And Ern and I... Okay, so let's start at the at the beginning. We met in sixth grade, Cambridge Friends School, mm-hmm. a very small Quaker school in Cambridge, obviously, and in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. What? <laughs> How dare you? And, uh, no, no, no. I'll as, just not as, talk. As, as, no, as we went, oh, I, I really liked it. It showed our camaraderie. And uh, you came in, and I remember, you know, our class was maybe... 15 people? Something like that. 15, 15 20. kids? It's so intimate. if you bring a new kid in, this is Aaron, and I'm like, earn! Like right away. Right away. <laughs> More like earn! <laughs> and I was having a hard time in junior high. I was the soft kid. Uh, I was like doughy and weird. My mom dressed me in a lot of turtlenecks and like <laughs> Christmas sweaters. And like I had like a, a, a weird uh, Catholic cross that I wore. Like I was like like oblong and sweaty. And, like just kind of – and loud. I know I'm loud now, but imagine me in junior high. I was the kid who didn't know when to stop. Right. I'd get in trouble the most because like the, the my asshole best friend who we'll call him – Matt. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good one. (laughs) Matt was smarter than me, so he'd know to go just to the edge and then stop. And then Mm -hmm. I would just keep going because I was so desperate for approval and laughs and and I wanted friends so badly. Mm -hmm. I remember I used to just like sit in the corner. This sounds so sad, but like just say my phone number. I'd just be going, my phone, like over and over, hoping that someone would call. Like pathetic. (laughs) No way. Pathetic stuff. Didn't really know that sad. One. Oh my God. I, I would go to gym class and just punch a red ball against the wall. Like, I was kind of a, a strange bird in you that were a little strange. familiar. So, my parents noticed this. They were like, oh no, something's wrong with the, the Pete one. <laughs> Good thing we gave different words to those because I want to talk about the Pete one now. <laughs> Not the John one. one. The Pete one (laughs) at school seems to be a a real weirdo, and he smells of sauerkraut, and he's always telling German knock-knock jokes. He's just like a strange boy. And he's he's punching a ball against the wall. I actually remember my brother even came up to me and was like, are you okay? And we didn't really talk because... Two years apart. So the fact that he was going up yeah, to it was, it was a, like big a big deal. It was a big deal. He was like, are you okay, dude? <laughs> and I was like, I'm okay. And then he just left. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that didn't help. Uh, he just asked if I, Anyway, so I was in need of a friend. 
and earn transferred from you living in Medford, yep. and you transferred to this school. And uh, the day you came in for a tour, what do you remember of that day, Aaron? I'm yammering. Just yeah. put me on the yeah. Uh, what do I remember? I remember that yeah, I came into the, tour, the the school, and it was a small private school, so it was all on one level. Everything was carpeted. I remember it was a bit. I'm coming from this public school, yeah, in Medford, Massachusetts. Big school, and you needed slick Chaos. so you can. Like hose off blood and semen yeah, in the public yes, school. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I went to public school, public high school. I'm, I'm not putting it down. But no, it was, but there a, was very, a lot of blood and semen. Yeah. Just, when I went to high school, I was coming everywhere. And, and I would do blood. it so much, every third blast would yeah. be blood. So. <laughs> and those felt better. That's why people are always trying to reform education. It's just the blood and semen. <laughs> Too much blood and semen. <laughs> the everywhere. kids are geniuses. If they could stop coming blood everywhere, it would be great for the board. <laughs> so, but you. So I came you in. Came in as big transition. Carpeted. Yeah, carpeted, warm. quiet, warm, welcoming, sort of nurturing environment. You, you call come your in. teachers by their first name. Yes, and and you know it's a Quaker school, and there's a lot of like silences before things. But you'd have a 20 minute silence in the middle of the day. I love. This. I love it too. I wish if we could Actually, find. It's a, a great idea. No, we for did. Our squishes. We found. We, we did. Yeah, I looked it up to see if there are friends. Like before I have kids, I want to make sure there's a Quaker school. I that highly they can recommend. Go to. Hyper liberal. Hyper liberal. Yeah, definitely oh, yeah. to that extreme. And, and especially I, growing up in Boston, that's helpful. I, I'm not, I think not part sorry. of what you were doing was. The, the whole time was maybe like getting uh, pushing against you were constantly trying to push against everything that they were trying to push on you you felt I was about, yeah I think what, <laughs> you were trying to always uh, I don't know push against what the limits were like let me yeah. see how far I can you kind of already said that but like no, I think you were I always know. you were trying to like get teachers fired for things I remember I was <laughs> yeah I remember you distinctly tried to get some teachers fired I think my parents were that way like I'd come home and I'd complain that the homework was unfair and my mother would Side just be you. like absolutely <laughs> this is bullshit yeah and like would write a letter or make a phone call or something I'd like to think we were kind about it but I remember, yeah that sounds familiar yeah. I thought I, I had, and still maybe have, like an inflated uh, sense of ego and self-worth and stuff. And as a child, that can be pretty toxic. And I think in that small, comforting, nurturing <laughs> environment, you part of you is like, you know, let me just like try to go get exactly the opposite way and yeah. try to just like, I don't know. Well, also, my father was this strange, like he put us there, but he was like, Come on, Peter. What are you studying? Basket it, weaving? It is kind of an interesting choice for knowing your parents that they put you in there. I guess my mom wanted to you, because the alternative was going to public school. No, I don't think. I think that was part of it. But my mom was terrified because she's a, a baby of World War II. She was a refugee and uh, came here, fleeing the Nazis. Heard of them? <laughs> anyway, so she was terrified that uh, Persian Gulf and all that stuff that we were going to be drafted. Uh, but wait, that, way before Persian Gulf. So she put us in a Quaker school partially as a, as a way to say, we're Quakers, we're pacifists. Look, they go to Qua uh, Quaker school. So you could object and not go. Because her brother was, was but they he wasn't drafted, in, but he was killed. And they she put you was in very from kindergarten. From stuff. the beginning, you were there. No, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't wow. based on a specific war, but my mom was like, our kids Just, are going to be pacifists. They can't go to war. I mean, it's understandable. Yeah. Yeah. She had been in the country for, at this point, she was probably 38. Uh, 39, but she was still shook from family members dying. Completely reasonable. Mm -hmm. So that was part of it. But you're absolutely right. I was getting these mixed signals. I was like, my, our school literally was almost liberal. I wouldn't say to a fault, but they would, like, you would see them get rid of a straight white man. 
not necessarily fire them, but let's say a contract was up and replace it with like the most. You know, they were on the yeah. transgender yeah. thing like oh, yeah. way before oh, yeah. anybody. They, yeah. And I'm yeah. proud of all this, and it was great. But they loved as many uh, as much diversity as possible right. sexually. Right. All of our teachers, like every other teacher, was a lesbian or gay. Like, I, and I'm saying this as a, as a very positive thing. Yeah. Me and my brother both are very grateful that we went there. But then I would go home. Not that my house was not liberal. But it wasn't as liberal. So I'd come yeah. home and sing a Swahili right. we Kwanzaa sang, I remember song. we sang like the national anthem to, I don't remember what country. No but, se si kelele. Yeah. Sing it. No se si kelele Africa <laughs> Malu payonisu Palawayo Izwaimi tambazo yenu No si si kelele most of those are probably not the words. Aww. Spirit descend. <laughs> spirit, spirit, spirit. So that Aww. shit that Paul Simon think he that. discovered for Graceland, we were doing that way yeah, before. He, he got that I from us. I would die if my like middle schooler was singing that. Oh, God. <laughs> but I, I would, love it so much. It's not that my dad would be like, get that shit out of here. But he would be like, can you have a Christmas tree? <laughs> I know. Because like, I'd come home covered in corn from the Kwanzaa. Harvest. <laughs> even your mom. Stocks of corn. Even your mom has has told me like if I knew what a hippie school that yeah. was, like she really was just trying to get you out of the draft. She wasn't like it was the first in, time we beat the odds. Like they uh, did it, and they were kind of like that'll be good for war, and you know it, it seemed like a nice enough place. Yeah. And but it, we ended up getting like a huge crash course in stuff that they they were ultimately uncomfortable with because Christmas when we started there. Because Quakerism is Christ-centric for the most part. Like, they, they're, they're, they lean yeah. towards yeah, the Bible. Christian. Mm-hmm. Traditionally. Yep. I'm saying now it's, it's so liberal, I don't know if that's true. So my mom liked that. She thought she was sending us to a Christian school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then our oh, teachers boy. are just like, let's roll a joint and roller skate in the nude. <laughs> and I, that was a class. <laughs> yeah. It was an elective. You didn't yeah. have to do yeah, it. Yeah, you could. But it, I let my little wee-wee fly. <laughs> Just a tiny wee wee on on one roller skate. But yeah, it was it was a so picture coming from a, like a big public school to walking into that. Yeah, and and, uh, and but that. you were uh, sorry. I was going to say you were kind of. The story has been told to me that you were having a hard time finding friends as well. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think that's true. <laughs> that I met some of your friends. We called them the beaters. Yeah, I mean they were they were my friends, but you know they're kind of knuckleheads most of them, and I was friends with them, and we were you know we were good, but like I don't I don't think I was having trouble, but you know, it's hard to know as a kid. Like it's if so you funny. Look back, I would look back and revisionist history, be like I was having a hard time just, just make it a make better story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I was having a hard time. Yeah, and I <laughs> went to. This, I'm telling you what to do. It's interesting. So that, you didn't like your friends. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they were mean to you. <laughs> they were mean to me. They would big boss you like big boss man like last year. I think I I think I I had some friends. I yeah. think I was doing pretty well. I was always a really good student. I think my parents just thought this would be a good, good, good place for me to be because I came in in seventh and it only went up to eighth. So it was literally two years. Yeah, and uh, what a formative. T- but your parents are it's a pretty in that big. Way. Your parents. We were already going to Quaker school or Quaker meeting. 
Right. So they, I guess they thought this would be a natural Your parents thing to do. were like the real McCoy. You know what I mean? Val and I have met – Val met you just now. Mm-hmm. But Not we, I love – yeah, but you know, this yeah. weekend. <laughs> Val, I love your parents so much that Val and I visited your parents and you weren't even there. I wasn't there. I was very yeah. impressed by that. Because I, we just love them. Yeah. I love them so much. And they're like our speed of folk. When, yeah. when I was young, I don't think you would have predicted that I would go so – Hard, not. I'm not uh, a hard I hippie, but never like would have that way. <laughs> I right. never would have predicted you well, being the way you are. I, well, we'll get. Yeah, I want to talk about all that. So you came and visited, and I and you were going to get a tour. What you were saying? Yeah, I was getting a tour, and they, they basically they drop you down in the class in the sixth grade class because I was going to be in seventh the next year. They're like, "Hey, this is Earn," and for some reason they called me Earn too. Earn. Um, <laughs> And and so they're like looking for volunteers, to, people to walk me around and like go to different classes with them. And um, and so one kid like volunteers. He's like trying to be the big shot. Eric. Well, we can use these people's real say, name. Okay, it's not disparaging. Drop. Hello. <laughs> it's not disparaging <laughs> to say that it was. Eric. I, don't, I don't know what the policy is on this thing. So Eric decided <laughs> yeah, to uh, decided to. So, you because know, bring it was me very around. cool. To be, it's like kids don't have an opportunity to be a high status individual. But if you're like, who wants to give this young man a tour? And you were like, I will. And uh, we all wanted to do it. He got selected. And then he started giving you the tour. And probably five or ten minutes in, he clearly dropped me. Well, we played a basketball. He's done. We started playing basketball. I didn't remember that part. I believe we started playing basketball, okay. and Eric used the fog of basketball right. like, to right. kind of distance <laughs> yeah. lost you're, like, yeah. as, as quickly as you want to do it, you also quickly realize this is a responsibility. And yeah. I don't want to have to do this all day. So here's so Soft Pink Pete. You kind of picked up the reins. So and, soft. So ready. And uh, as the story goes, you also had these pump shoes. I was wearing my pump, pump sneakers. Up. In junior high. Those were the shoes. Not... not I guess let's. There's going to have to, especially when we get to the music. There's going to have to be some self love here to the extreme. This is like a master yeah. course. So looking back, I'm like, I want to make fun of the fact that I always wanted to have the coolest shoes, and I should judge that and, and distance myself from that. I'm certainly not that way right now. I'm wearing slip on shoes right now for crying <laughs> out loud. But back then, very important. D Brown. Oh, huge. D huge. Brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did the, the dunk contest back when the? I'm impressed that you remember that. I've been to dunk contests in person. Like I've been to the like a dunk contest. I never have. Boring as hell. <laughs> the crowd is like half filled. Yeah. But when we were kids, that was the most important. Thing oh, it was in the world. very important. And D Brown number seven, I believe. How do you know? Did you do research? No, I remember because D Brown was a big deal. I met him at Thunder Sports in Lexington Center, and I got my photo with him oh. wearing a starter jacket. I was wearing one. He was not wearing a starter jacket. Anyway, D. Brown did a dunk where he covered his covered eyes. his face. Yeah, so he went like this. Whoa! And it was like, iconic. and he was wearing the pumps. Is that right? And he wore the pumps. So the pumps. we had to have Reebok pump sneakers. Now Eric Andre is the only person I know that wears them. <laughs> I didn't know they still made them. We should all be laughing. Uh, <laughs> Wait, pumps were marketed to be like you will. Pr- they probably will. be able to dunk if you have That's right. Shoes, they will right? help you jump okay. very high because there's air in your shoes. It was before oh. Congress like yeah. intervened so and said yep. sneakers need yep. to stop lying. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, it was like big tobacco, big sneaker you went down. Dunk, I remember that bill. In 1995, <laughs> yeah, they passed a bill that was like, guys, you show a man push a, a, a rubber button on his, the tongue of his sneaker and then he does the 360 dunk. <laughs> yeah. That's just a lie. Yeah. So, no, none of that is true. To be fair, but, there was also a guy who was like, 
like five foot zero who could dunk too. So theoretically, yeah. anyone should be able to. But <laughs> the fact that I can dunk is a is a travesty, a travesty. to my to my people to the mm-hmm. tall folks. So I'm wearing pump sneakers. I'd also like to say, by the way, that like. Uh, my friends did stink. I have love for them, but they stunk. We've, we've laughed about this. Again, Earn, uh, you know, building a wall and not being honest about his own vulnerability. <laughs> JK, JK, JK. Uh, but, like, the story that we always say that my, my best friend was kind of, like, the cool kid, but he's also kind of a bully. And, like, I'd go over his house and, like, he'd handcuff me. Like, he'd be like, these are joke handcuffs. This, again, I'm... Trying to do like a real honest look at junior high, and it's mm-hmm. fucking weirder and and like like strange. It's stranger than you remember. Mm-hmm. And this is just my experience. Maybe it's not everybody. Obviously, I think like, it's everybody. So I'm just kind of like, like we were saying, like in a John Hughes movie, he was kind of the bully, and I was like his friend that was like, yeah, yeah, get him. But we're at a Quaker school, so I'm like, yeah, learn Swahili. Like, <laughs> so I'm just kind of like his sidekick, like a toady. Who's toady? A toady. I think that's like the name for like the sidekick. Okay, like in, you, you're the sidekick in the movie. I, I'm for getting sure. that from a Christmas story. I like Please it. Please continue. <laughs> yeah, I'll be the toady. And uh, it was uh, so he'd, he'd go. These are toy handcuffs. He'd get me to put them on, and I remember even being like pretty sure they weren't toy handcuffs. Uh, but you want to be liked so badly mm. that you're like, I'll do it because you're thinking maybe he'll like me because I'm so funny because I'll do it. Yeah. And then he'd shoot me I've with a this, BB gun. I've heard this many times and I still can't believe it's true. He would shoot. And his mom wasn't even there. He was a latchkey kid. So he would just what? be in his house behind my back handcuffed and he'd shoot me. And I remember once he shot me right between the eyes. Like it was just the craziest. What? Yeah. And he You'll was shoot aiming. your eye out. He was exactly. <laughs> goes back we, to he should have shot yeah. our eye out. With BBs. And he shot me right here. Wait, it's got to be like the, the airsoft. Like the real. plastic No, like BBs. hard. I, I, you're absolutely right. That's a good area to explore. But no matter but from what. From what I remember, it was pa- painful, scary BBs. <gasps> like if you get this in my eye, it's going to be a problem. Oh my God. And then God. he'd like spit a loogie on the carpet and then suck it up like oh. and I almost you had to suck it up he did it. <laughs> oh okay but he was trying to get I know it's disgusting it I almost didn't either say way. it and then like, he was just kind of like looking back as, an, as a grown up I'm like I think maybe his you know he might have had reason to be a bully you know yeah, what I mean probably. and I don't want to get into his shit but like it seemed like maybe he had reason to probably. lash out like all of us but he did take it out on me and it was it was weird so in comes Ern yeah. Insert urn. Uh, insert urn. And I want to know if you remember at this point of, in the story, do you remember like first impressions of each other? Yeah, I think I do. Are they? They were very It's so 90s. hard to know how much because right, we've retold it so many it. times. Go I feel ahead like and rewrite it. We were wearing acid wash jeans. You I, I, I mean? remember like, there was a very distinct. Um, dislike for a particular green neon hat I would wear. Yeah, you are a Knott's Berry farm hat. See, this Which, is, by the way, is a real place, but here. we lived in Boston, and we did, they didn't know what the hell Ern, that was. We went to Disneyland oh, yesterday, we drove past a sign no, for Knott's no, Scary Farm. I know, but like back in the day, nobody but, knew what that so was. So we, okay, uh, latched onto this is it. the other thing that I want to try and <laughs> be honest about yep. without seeming too shitty, is that there was kind of a, oh, great, someone I can kind of He'll be below me. Right, right. Mm. I know I know this sucks. We're very dear friends now. I know. We've reconciled. I've even said to your parents, like, I'm, I, I know I was kind of a, a little bit of a bully to earn. 
again, that's why I'm trying to have sympathy for Matt. I never did I don't think straight I would ever, up mean no, shit. No, I would never you. call you a bully. I think I've thought about this a lot about why we've been friends for so long. I think it works because you're always someone who's like, here's what we're going to do. This is what we're doing. Right. Mm-hmm. Like directing. And I'm always, like with you at least, I'm always like, okay. Like right. I've always gone along with it. Right. I'm decisive. That's yes. kind of why it works between us. Too. I was going to say. I'm a similar. It's kind of and why I it works. I don't have to be decisive. I've just right. noticed that, for example, in our relationship, it's helpful if I'll state a preference yeah. because you can see the value in both types of cuisine. Right. And I also <laughs> am not always indecisive. Like sometimes I Absolutely. know what I want. But. And I'm always uh, – now I just sound like I'm being <laughs> defensive, but I'm always trying to get uh, – well, sometimes I'll be like, today is the day we're just doing whatever it is you want to do. I have no suggestions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that happens. But there is like – there's a personality type that just kind of can rest easy and mm-hmm. like, okay, you got this. I, and I'll speak it, up if I don't want I, I think something. that's why it worked a lot. Yeah. Is, yeah. Well, I've, you're a formative friendship for me and I've noticed Kurt, my friend mm-hmm. Kurt, is a sidekick. Like, I like having yes. the agreeable – Funny, I think almost always smarter than me. Mm-hmm. Like the, absolutely, it's not Bart Millhouse. That sounds too, but <laughs> well, I like it's ha- not far off. <laughs> it's not far from Bart Millhouse. Not far. Millhouse is so lovable. Everything's think- coming up, Millhouse. <laughs> yeah, but he's also a loser. Yeah, I, you don't. You're not a loser. Yeah, Thrillho. I mean, welcome Thrillho. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not all the way Millhouse. But, you know, we were obsessed with The Simpsons, and I bet I was taking cues even mm-hmm. from that show. Remember, we'd have a sleepover. And we're really, we're going full honesty. Let's would sleep it. in the same bed. Oh, yeah. I love this. It was a queen bed. It was big. It was a queen yeah. bed. I thought it was a queen we, bed. We were spooning, but it was a queen <laughs> bed. Uh, but, you know, we're two children in a, in a large bed. Basically. And I remember, God, it must have been when we were about to start high school. So that means we were having... Sleepovers in the same bed as late as eighth grade. Oh, I think even into high school. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure I remember us sleeping in the same bed. Humiliation. Oh, yeah. Humiliation. It's there. And I would say. I can't picture. I know we had sleepovers in high school, and I don't remember where I slept. I think you slept in the bed. But see, this is the thing. You did, because when we watched Total Recall, I remember. We slept in the same bed that night. I think this is very enlightened and Quaker of you. Yeah. Because... We didn't think it was weird. No. Nope. And nope. it's not... You know my father was watering the lawn. I'm like, oh, oh. God. <laughs> yeah. What the hell is going on here? Yeah. But my best friend and I slept in the same bed. We still do. Like, I've yeah. always slept in the beds with my mm-hmm. friends. Like, mm-hmm. bed sharing is one of my favorite things. And well, my and boys girls. should be allowed to do that as well. well we you and just I, have a double standard about We love that. girls. And Lena's always, like, getting in the tub with uh, Shoshana or whatever. Yeah. And there is that thing with girls. It's a little bit different with boys. Which is is just a construct. It is just a construct. You were challenging it even though you didn't know we that. We didn't realize it's it. It's probably because of our fucking Quaker I, school. I was like, why wouldn't we sleep I think we never together? even questioned it. Yeah. Because it's like the alternative is, well, you can sleep on the floor. We it's also like, weren't no. really sleeping. We were like staying up all night laughing right. and joking and, you know... It, I'm not even saying this defensively. Then we'd also sleep and sometimes mm-hmm. make love. Uh, <laughs> it just happened. Gentle. I love this. That's just how it was. Symbiotic, you know, love. Mm. Uh, um, but I remember laying in bed and, and uh, so my contract was certainly with Bart. I learned so much from TV. It's disturbing. So I was like, I'm Bart Simpson and I'm Zach Morris. We were talking about that. And I was like, 
And I, not that, again, not that you were Screech, but I was like, oh, in the earlier seasons, Screech and Zack were closer. Like, they were, it was a kind of a buddy thing, and then he kind of became the fall guy more so. <laughs> he was always the fall guy, but they were close. Anyway, so I remember, do you remember this? Would be having a sleepover, and I'd be like, so let's say you're in the hallway in high school, and we're picturing it just like Bayside. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. you, and you fall. Oh, yeah. And you fall flat on your back, and everyone sees, and your books spill everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I'd go, what do you say? Right. We had all these, like, Ooh. different hypothetical scenarios. Hypothe- and How I'm looking for the it? funniest joke. Right. Yeah. I really was, like, comedy writing for that, my life. I was just going to say, that's exactly Any comedy Any particular writing. instance, what happens? And then you would say what your answer was, and I was like, I had medic. <laughs> oh, medic! Yeah, inevitably, <laughs> I wouldn't get it right. Well, that, that's the part that's a little bit weird. You were dealing with me thinking I was right. You're like, the answer is... Medic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there was a right answer. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what you said. You were like, that's got to hurt, or boy, that's egg on my face. And I was like, no, I was looking for medic. <laughs> we were looking for medic. <laughs> like, there's an answer. And then we were obsessed, or I was obsessed, because of Zach Morris and all these constructs, that I was like, with popularity. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, Matt's a 10, and I would be aware that I was lower and I, I made a thing called we still joke about it called the remember mm-hmm. the pop pole pop pole pop, pop pole popularity pole something I got from Calvin and Hobbes yeah was the idea of polling and graphing no he didn't do a popularity poll but he was always graphing his dad's oh. uh, you know behavior oh, okay. oh dad you're down in the polls and I was like oh, oh I'm gonna right. make a poll for right. us oh that's so funny and we can see where we are and I like yeah. how sure of it you were I was an eight and you were a I don't know, probably six and five and a half. or something. <laughs> you were six and a half. And it varied. It varied, six you know, week to week. It went up and down. There was normal variation. I'd be like, numbers. well, remember that whole thing with yeah. the... We also seemed to be very, very sure that we could... Ra- like, we had girls we were interested in in seventh yep. and eighth grade. We, had, we were very sure Codes. we could... We could... Well, what yeah. I was going to say oh, is yeah. we could oh, list... Right. We could list in order the boys that they were interested in. Ooh. As if we could somehow know this. We knew. Yeah. Like, that number one is this guy. Number two is this guy. They were always at our school, coincidentally, never thinking that maybe they could be interested in someone outside yeah. of the school. Yeah. Right. Or no one. Or a girl. You know. Yeah. So Somebody we over. were very sure, like, this is their list. And I was like, and I'm number seven. I'm right there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it would move you up. Yeah. And then, like, this guy, he left the school. I'm up to six. But we you know? would do all of this. You'd call. You had a crush on a girl. We don't have to say the girl. I mean, I'm Facebook friends with her. Yeah, we, had a, we we called girls. <laughs> <laughs> and would record it. It was very, 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 very important to me to get a speakerphone. I oh threw a straight-up fit. I had the Sears catalog, <gasps> and I knew the speakerphone I had. It had two lines. Even at a young age, I was like, I can't wait to put someone on hold. Yeah, let me put you on hold for a minute. Oh, yes. And I would. I'd put her on hold. I'd sometimes <laughs> be like, no reason. hold on, buddy. I got to do something. And I'm just sitting there looking at the blinking light. And for oh, some yeah. reason, I heard all this elevator music. I don't know how you got that going. <laughs> he was just doing it with his mouth. <laughs> and then we'd have a speaker and would record the phone calls to, to each other, to the girls. We're obsessed with recording things. Oh, my gosh. Making mixes. A lot of radio shows. Putting beats to it. No one ever heard. I wish we had the tapes of your oh, phone Got calls him. to the girl. We must have oh. it. I mean, well, I here. still remember one. Uh, I, let's say her name is. Uh, I'm going to change her name. Let's say her name I is really... Kirsta. Okay, it's Kirsta. Kirsta. There it is. Let's say it, it. is. It is Kirsta. <laughs> and remember, you call. I still remember this. You called. This is when you had to call the fucking house phone. Yeah. You called the house phone and, and the asked for the parents. Like a, a yeah. mother would answer, a sister Hello? would answer. 
And yeah. you'd go, is Kirsten still there? And it's junior high, so our voices are higher than the girls. Oh, yeah. Is and the girls are like, hello. You'd get, you'd get ma'am. Hello, I'm Kirsten. Oh, ah, bedroom voice. <laughs> you have any wine with lunch? You sound a little dusty. <laughs> it's a scent of a woman reference. Uh, so you'd call and you'd go, is Kirsten there? And they're like, uh, yeah. Who's Because what child yeah. gets a phone call from a, what sounds like maybe a boy? Yeah. <laughs> Not even sure. <laughs> I think this might be a boy. Who's calling? It's Are Aaron. you a boy? It's Aaron from school. And then, so it was her sister who answered. How weird. There's one, one moment that you and I, I think, will remember our whole lives. She puts the phone down and go, she goes, okay, Kirsten! You know, like you just yell out to the house. Right. She comes to the right. phone a moment later. Our hearts are jacked. Oh. And then you're just like, you're just calling to talk. Like, yeah, yes. what do you talk about? I think we made lists of possible topics. Of course. We made a list. And then oh she went, do you remember what she said? I, I th- If I remember correctly, I think she said she had to go because she was like going to Italy. Was it Italy? It was Italy. That's right. That's I forgot about that. She, that was made up. I have to go. We're, go, we're about oh, to go to Italy. Part, probably. Yeah, she made it yeah, up. She's, like, she's like, I have to go to Italy. I gotta go. <laughs> My family's actually going to Italy. You can't contact me. But also, she didn't also she also said, say her cat had just died or something? Do you something? remember how she said it? No. She went, my cat died. Oh. We would mimic <laughs> my cat died. These little moments that live forever. I know. Panicked. And I, I did I call Emily? Because Emily always had a boyfriend. On various occasions, she was my Kelly Kowalski. Because to Matt, I was Screech. You know what I mean? But this makes it even more complicated. She was with Matt. Yeah, no, they dated. I know, and then, but so he was sort of your friend and your bully, and then you were. Oh, but you see, that's the thing is, I had a crush on Emily in fifth grade when she was still kind of in an awkward phase of pre-puberty. I'm not talking. I'm just saying, you know, we were all weird. Yeah. And I was like, I will like her because she was the Lisa Turtle. She was like the one that was clearly gorgeous and wonderful that no one else liked because everybody was into the other ones. Thank you for putting this into Save by the Bell terms, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, really I wouldn't know, you know what, I mean? what we were she talking about. She wasn't Kapowski. She wasn't even Spano. She was Spano. Turtle. <laughs> and there, was like, there were a few Spanos in our class. We had a bunch of Spanos. Oh, yeah. Meredith was Spano. She was. I was going to say that. Yeah. Julie was Kelly. Who do you think was Kelly? I thought Emily was Kelly. Emily was Turtle. That's my point. And she was then Turtle she at one point. Kelly. Well, by the end. And I knew you when you were Turtle, and I liked you for who you were before you turned into <laughs> I knew like, you when you were Turtle. Into like a, a classically pretty pre-woman. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's also just weird that these kids are like, pre-woman. I like you. And it's like, everyone's a baby. And we have yeah. such <laughs> a, they don't know what it means. And we have even. such a small group to select from. So basically, you're, yeah. you're, at, you're choosing it's from a like such a pool. small group. And, mm-hmm. we, and we called them... Julie was one. We had numbers. So we could talk about them freely. In code. Oh. One and Emily was six. Oh, my God. So I'd go like, I saw six after, was after school with Matt. <laughs> so like, oh. context clues you could really figure Yeah, I should be like, well, well, who was with Matt? Emily. Oh, Emily's six. <laughs> you don't need Benedict Cumberbatch to break this code. <laughs> that is excellent. I'm going to carve an award for myself. I actually, love for that, that we had numbers. We also had terms for jerking off. Because oh, I've known Ern so long that it was pre-me jerking pre, off. Yeah. And this is a time when you're just so horny. I remember, like, again, full weird honesty about junior high time. I love this. I remember I would just, like, <laughs> hump something. I didn't even know you could rub your wanger and blast so c- cum or blood. Every third <laughs> would be a red surprise. Oh. 
The red surprise. <laughs> Whoa! That sounds like a Game of Thrones. So I, as a joke, there's all this like weird energy. As a joke, I would like jump on the bed and hump it because I knew that was something. Yeah. And it probably, I don't know, I don't remember actually having a boner. I like the idea of you enthusiastically jumping on the bed. <laughs> yeah. But I remember that and you went, because you started j- jerking it before me. Because there was this whole this thing. Is, I, I possibly. There was this whole. You did. There was this whole <laughs> thing about wet dreams. Now, oh. not everybody has wet dreams, but the guys in our class made wet dreams like getting your period. So the girls got their period and they became women. And the guys were kind of like, "Did you have your wet dream yet?" Oh, I remember talking it was like a rite of passage to mm. Matt on the phone about what his wet dream was about. Ooh, like he would be like, "It was this," and and he was. I remember he was like. Put your hand on that. That's how big her boobs were. Like, stuff like that. And I was so desperately hoping for a wet dream. Not knowing that you can do it awake and it's way better. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you want to sleep through that? It's the best part of your day. I like that you and Matt talked about that. That's a level of intimacy. That's what I'm saying. And it wasn't weird. You 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 were just kind of gross and sticky and (laughs) strange and adolescent. Yeah. Well, the intimacy is the word that I've been thinking of this entire time. Like, it really is your first intimate relationship before you even know what intimacy is. And you're thrown in this, like, weird thing where there's parts of your body that you don't even know what they do. Yes. And it's always changing. I know it goes pee-pee, but tell me more. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This can't be it. And Ern's over at his house doing the work. (laughs) <laughs> just quietly has done, this quietly secret. getting it done so I remember jumping on the bed and humping it and you had been jerking it because uh, you told me and then you went you called it the big M you went you know the big M really helps with that so wait a minute Hold on, I, I, oh, sorry baby no, 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 I'm no. so sorry no. you're gonna love this you called it the big M and I, I didn't know what it was and you were like you were like it really helps it helps because we were horny all the time Make no mistake. Right. Every kid this age, you know, it's true what they say, blindly horny and at least semi-hard all the time, oh. <laughs> ready to go. So I was so horny and you go, this is this is a, in my house in Lexington, you went, the big M really helps with that. Then when I did start jerking, jerking it, I was like still blindly horny all the time. And I said to you, I said, you said that it would help. <laughs> and you said, Ern, you go, I know, I lied. What? Yeah, you were like, wow. I, I lied. It, do, it doesn't help. I, I don't know if you were like, I just didn't want to be the only one doing it. Because there's also this shame. Yeah. There's a theory that one of the reasons why pornography has so many like facials and like uh, bukkakis and stuff is because guys feel a secret subconscious disgust for themselves. Mm. And when you're junior high and the first time you jerk it and like this fluid comes out of you, you're kind of like... What am I? Is this normal? Like, yeah, you don't know. I'm yeah. stuck in this beastly form. Yeah. What were you gonna say? I'm sorry. Well, n- n- I don't remember. But now I'm <laughs> I'm curious. Like, do you? Because boys are so different. Where is there like? I feel like there's like a time where you can't. This is just anatomy. Yeah. Like, there's a time where you you can't come. Yeah. Yeah. No. That's I, true. I, I, that's true. That's true. Okay. Go, yeah. It's just dust. Poof. <laughs> it's baby powder. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great if you never developed in that way and you became a porn star and instead of facials That's you just kind of like that would become a pleasant the, blast of air to the face that it's all the dust a, storm it's like a t- uh, what's the, the test the ter- not to yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the air puff the glaucoma right. test right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, let's see if you have glaucoma baby <laughs> <laughs> so and it, you can eat certain things to give it a different scent 
Like, you want new car? Yeah, new car. (laughs) How about leather? (laughs) Oh, I can puff twice in one hour, no problem. (laughs) (laughs) So, Um, what was your... Oh, so, it seems like you guys knew what masturbating was before you did it? Is that the case? I knew that there was something called choking the chicken, so I knew there was a choke <laughs> you gesture. You first learned choking I the knew, chicken. I used to, so me and you my friend. You also had an older brother, maybe. I don't know yeah, if but, that helps. but I, I don't mean to throw my brother under the bus. We didn't do that stuff. We, I remember asking talk, my brother once, what's a blowjob, and he helped me with that. Mm. And uh, it's because people were making jokes about blowjobs, and I just was laughing. Junior high, this is junior high in a nutshell. Yeah, it looks like he's giving him a blowjob. Then this is me. <laughs> Then <laughs> cut to, to me self. later in the bathtub, <laughs> having my brother come in because I'm still. This is maybe it's fucking weird. I don't know. I remember being in the tub and my brother coming in and me being like, "What's a blowjob?" <laughs> and I was so embarrassed, I submerged my head. So much more nudity oh. than I ever remember. You were naked a lot. There was a lot of nudity. <laughs> lot of I'm nudity. trying to get back to that standard of nudity. Yeah, but that's junior high. Is is that's why I remember you could tell jokes that didn't make sense. Yep. And it was a test to make people look stupid. Like you'd go laugh at this joke no matter what. And then they'd make fun of you for laughing. What? You know what I'm talking about? I remember the joke we would tell. I, like, so someone did it to me and then inevitably I would do it to somebody else. So I go up to Ern and I go, we're going to prank Valerie. I'm going to tell a joke and laugh really hard. When I say I'm a toaster, laugh really, really hard. Uh-huh. And then you go over to and you go, Three penguins were sliding down an, uh, an iceberg. The first one went, we. The second one went, we. The third one went, I'm a toaster. And then Aaron and I would laugh really hard. And then you'd laugh. Oh. And then would go, why are you laughing? Oh, man. Yeah. There's yeah. so much Explain tricking that. when you're a kid. Is. What is that? I'll tell you exactly what it is. Yeah. Because when you're a kid, you're constantly being told what the world is by grownups. Right. And and it's just true. You're just like, well, we're on a planet floating in outer space. Yeah. And you're like, that's preposterous. But it's true. <laughs> So you're very obviously gullible because you're absorbing things. Mm -hmm. And then kids resent that gullibility and uh, associate not being gullible and being certain with being cool and being grown up. Sense of mastery. Of, yeah, of, sense of mastery. Of something. Right. But so you go the... and trick the other kids to show alpha status. A oh, bit. yeah, it's like a pecking order thing. I remember at CF specifically about like in middle school, junior high. They were someone had so there was this thing drink called clearly Canadian, yeah, which was basically fizzy, uh, yeah, you know, fizzy water that but was, it was flavored. It was obviously from Canada, fizzy right? Yes, bubbly. definitely from Canada. <laughs> no, clearly. no mistake. Clearly Canadian. <laughs> this is from so obvious. Northern Colorado. No, no, not even trying to hide. Upper Minnesota. Uh, uh-uh. uh. No. It had no Canadian shame. No, it was like no. I'm cranberries from Canada. Definitely Canadian. But they <laughs> they they tricked me. They they clear they filled. This is the level that they were doing it at. They filled a clear Canadian bottle that was empty with regular water. Yeah. And they're like, here, man, try this. And I drank it. I'd never had it before because yeah. I'd never had it. And they yeah. drank it, and I thought nothing of it. And they all laughed at me. I thought you were like, it's pretty good. I, th- I think I was. I was like, you weren't, it's water. You, you were no dope. I, I'm pretty – again, are you sure? It's, see, I think I remember, remember this. this. And you drank it, and you're like, yeah, it's pretty good. I don't think an adult would go, this is water. I think you were still a child and went, yeah, that's fine. Even though I think you knew something was a fool. I didn't know what to expect because I'd never had it. And I drank it. And then everyone just like burst out laughing like, we fooled you. It's not really. I know. Really, guys? That's a good one. It's a harsh time. (laughs) It's it's like going to battle every day. And this is why like, I'm trying to form an alliance with with my bully friend and Mm -hmm. maybe he'll protect me and he doesn't protect me and that feels like a weird betrayal. And then remember... 
we had a sleepover at Eric's house in Vermont. Remember this? Oh, yeah. Manassas feet. Is this a circle jerk story? <laughs> uh, no, after you say that, it sounds like we jerked off on Manasseh's feet. We had a friend named Manasseh, uh, and we sang a song about his feet, and then you, we, we just teasing, just just teasing. Yeah, mm. it was a terrible time. It was a terrible time. Mm. I remember Eric had this thing called the bullshit grinder, and he was grind a little box called the bullshit or like a novelty toy, mm. and he was grinding it. And he goes, "So, Pete, how much do you weigh?" Like, kind of making a joke, like. He always bullshits about how much he weighs because mm. he's a fatty. Oh. Oh. And I'm swimming with my T-shirt on. And I remember we were on a, in a canoe and everyone was like, it's way too cold to swim. It's way too cold to swim. But I put my arm in the water and it was fucking freezing. Mm. But I was like, after 10 minutes, I got used to it. Yeah. And I was like, I think I can jump in the I water. I story. And I rolled out of the boat thinking very clearly I'm going to be the hero yeah. of the day. I will mm-hmm. show them. I will show that I'm – because I was good at swimming. My parents took – this is so sad. But my parents no. took us to the Cape and I would always get in the water when no one else would. Like I was good with cold water. You so still I was like, like that. Yeah, I still am like that. And people, I'm insulated. And people would be like, Pete, Pete, Pete. But instead I rolled out in the water and just – Immediately, like, you know, like that it's terrible so sound. And then it was just the opposite of what yeah. I wanted. Yeah. The rest of the trip, I'm just made Ugh. fun of. The rest of the school year, I was made fun of for Doesn't that. take much. Terrible time. Wow. So, even worse, not worse, but even less. Do you remember the, the bra thing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Go go for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'll happily tell it. I can't I'm trying wait to, remember, to hear I'm this. trying to remember how it was set up exactly. Um, so, it was a, a ski trip. Right to Vermont. Were we going skiing? And he did we ski? I think we did because I, I remember skied. that being kind of unpleasant too. Um, <laughs> Even that is like. But, and then the dads being like, "My boy skis." Like mm, they were all they like were athletic, skiing, and so good. they were. I think they did two separate trips and like rich. So like they, they were pretty skied, well off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And That's we're like, like they did. we don't ski. Like we're, we're yeah. over there like jerking off. That's what we were doing. <laughs> that was that was our slalom. Here so, comes the snow. So they took Black Diamond. <laughs> it's slushy today. Oh, <laughs> oh, <gosh>. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Powdery. Val, 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 Val. So we. <laughs> <laughs> I don't say much, but when I do, I don't it's know how to recover. Recover <laughs> So we went. So I, if I remember correctly, it took two separate groups. Like one, all right, one weekend we're going to take this random group of kids, and the other weekend we'll take this because the class was small enough where you could take all the kids. Yeah. So were you on the weekend that I was there too, or I, did you only just I hear about think this? I w- it's hard to say. This is the most blurry. Like weird, yeah, wonderful, weird but also traumatic. So, mm. like a lot of the files have I, been deleted. I think deleted. what happened was, like, <laughs> so you're here with empty the trash on this one. <laughs> empty that one. I'm a big comedian now. Let's empty the recycle. <laughs> yeah. Make some room for the new yeah, memories. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, I think if I remember correctly, so there's boys and girls on the trip, and I think at some point one of the girls was like pulling some stuff out of her bag, and I and like a little bit of a bra came out, and I was like, you know, <laughs> you know, you're like. What, what what's that and i mean I, I knew what it was actually the worst part is i knew what it was but then i think in retrospect at some point i made the mistake of telling someone that i saw it and i think what i said was i was like what was that thing 
I didn't, I didn't know, know what that, that thing. I was. didn't know what that thing was, and that it's so just... like even listen to how like you were like kind of like a little grown up. That's like yeah. so reasonable, right? To say. For a second, yeah. I didn't know what it was because but... someone's yeah. like, "Oh, did you see whoever Meredith's bra? Right. Oh my god, he saw your bra!" And then you're like, "Yeah, I mean, I saw what was that thing? I didn't know what it was." And, yeah. and this, this benign comment, and then it takes hold, and for some reason, it just <gasps> gets a life of its own, like fucking a sheep or something. And then you're Dave the sheep fucker because it was. Ern was the earn the not bra knower. Oh, yeah, as if you, I, because yeah. you're supposed to know what a right, bra is. Right, right. What and, is that like? And, 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 uh, yeah. And he so. wasn't even saying I don't. Now at the time, I really right. jumped you were on just the bandwagon like and trip. teased as well. Oh, you did. I mm. sure did. But then, so, but it was the idea that like, if he doesn't know what a bra is, it means yeah, none of us were squeezing tiny titties. <laughs> no, none of us were getting tiny titty action. Yeah. Some of, I feel like some of the cooler boys were, but that's possibly. Gross. But they didn't know what they were doing. Yeah, <laughs> they were they were gross. They were, gross. They were definitely, definitely those were gross, gross boys. Yeah. Keep the girls away from those gross boys. But get yeah. them get them to the nerds. Get them to the nerds. It we'll took, read books together. It's, but it took on a life of its own. We I'll at the end of every swim. year we had a um, a yearbook that you could put together, and like everyone had their own page. It was a smaller school. You could make your own page, and like some of the girls or other people like put that quote in their like no you put it on your page well other people did too they did yes like that's oh, what that's you did worse. that's what people did is like let me put all the little inside jokes right from oh, the yeah. year yeah. I'll intersperse little pictures I'll put inside quotes oh all, yeah when um, you read like yearbooks it's always like yeah. McDonald's forever late yeah. night Denny yeah. it's yeah. like yeah. food remember the long right. fry <laughs> yeah and you could make your own page and some of them put that quote on their page like inside joke and but then the thing that I was protective of you, Val's noticed that I'm still somewhat protective of you, which is strange, because <laughs> you're a grown man with a PhD. Uh, Don't you forget it. <laughs> Doctern, we call you. Doctern. But uh, you put it on your page. And now now I, I agree with I, you. I took, it a, I took it ownership a, of it. Yeah, that's a nice way to deal with that. And I was but like, you know time, what? I said this. But do you I remember what I said? No. Because we used to say this. You'd make fun of me, and I became the joke later. Because I went, you're admitting you didn't know what it was. I did. I did. I admitted Which it. Which to me, but you were admitting that you didn't know what right, it was. Right, right. And that yeah. was a sign of weakness and you should never admit that. But like, I also, speaking of my brother, my brother was more of the school of like, protect yourself. Don't admit mm-hmm. fault and don't don't right. be a guy that's right. like, don't throw yourself But now, of course, if you just take ownership of it, it, it goes away much quicker. Absolutely. People are like, oh, okay, you made a mistake. All right, let's move on. Yeah. But back then, it was just like, ugh. Well, the oh. thing that I always tell about junior high was that when Wayne came, and Wayne was a little bit soft, I was so happy that there was another doughy kid mm. because I was like, now he'll get some of it. Yep. Yeah. So I got some. Uh, yeah. We were like you were just looking for another nerd. We were another buffers. Dork. I was we a were buffer. Buffers. And and so when Wayne was a buffer. When I met you, and this kind of goes this a long way to go back to the tour. I took over for the tour. You did. I don't know if I. So Ern was abandoned, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh good, a freak like me. And I go over to the freak. You know, like me. I, I shouldn't say freak. I go over freak to the freak like me. To the freak like me. The freakazoid. You know, not an alpha cool kid. They were all like smoking cigarettes. I didn't even know. Like I, we found out later, they were smoking Ooh. cigarettes. We're still eating candy bars and sleeping in the same bed. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're Sonic the Hedgehog. Grilled cheese in the basement. We did. We. Right. I'd still be doing this if it was so. No, you but won. I do still do you want to extend those years, not start smoking. Right. right. Like they. Years. They wanted titties. They wanted cigarettes. They wanted alcohol. Which they wanted. They drugs. probably didn't even really want. No, they just they felt like they, they needed. Should. This is really helping me understand 
and junior high boys, which were such, it was such a like terrible thing for me because like I had, I, I pretty much had this same body when I was in eighth grade. Yeah. And so like I had big boobs and I remember this group of boys like befriending me and me being like, these boys are so nice to me. <laughs> and they would make this weird like sound. Like it wasn't this, but it might've been like, it was just like, or something like that. And that was like, I later found out that that was like the code word for like, look at her big yeah. boobs or whatever. Touch your elbows together. Yeah. And I was so, gross. I was so like devastated boys and felt so humiliated, but I actually like feel bad for those boys now because they were probably all just trying to like we're impress s- each other yep. and impress me. And- it, it wasn't. I think the gender roles get broken down maybe too simply. I don't know into like the boys or, or the aggressors, and really we were victims in a, in a different way. Yeah, in like a, a more subtle victims of ourselves. Oh, it's cruel <laughs> what we do to both genders for sure. Yeah, I can't pretend to know what it's like to be a, ch- a girl in junior high, but being a yeah. boy was very tense. It felt like a war. Yeah, it, and it and it wasn't fun. And you always want to win. And, and you always want to win. One upping and. Just, That's why making just, a pop poll was so easy. We knew where yeah, we were. Yeah, I, there was a definite yeah. pecking And there was only 12 yeah. of us. Right. Wow. That's, that's why it was so easy to grade. Like right. only 12 boys in the whole school? In the whole class. Probably, class. probably in the like class. Tw- six boys. No, I think no. it was like 20 people in the class. Okay, so, so there were like 12 and 12. Something oh, like that. And that's like harder because yeah. in a big school right. you can be right. kind of invisible. You can right. find the table. You can there find... was no lunchroom. No. Oh. We ate in the yeah. classroom. You were with this oh. group. And you, who was in kindergarten, from the beginning, you're with this class the whole yeah. nine years, yeah, yeah, yeah. K through eight. You'd think there. I would have <laughs> oh befriended God, them I better. <laughs> yeah, they would have liked me. Believe, oh, Pete, <laughs> I can't believe you did that. Yeah, that whole time. I know it's a long road. It's like Stockholm, mm-hmm. but it was like a, it was like going to school in Maine or something. Like mm. we have the church, we do everything in the church. So we ate in the classroom, we hung out in the classroom, and then you know Nick came along, and Nick looked like a Kennedy. He still kind of does, although he's not doesn't have a big Facebook presence. Who's Nick? <laughs> Nick. I don't know. Nikki. Yes. Nikki. Sorry. Nikki. Drew a blank. So Nikki was like this incredibly f- sweet, and he was good looking, and he like, came along the year before me. Yeah. So he was incredibly very popular. Tall. Yeah. Yeah. And all the girls liked him. It, yeah. It's such a funny thing. Like we were there, and I'm like, all right, I got to keep my eye on Matt. Matt's gonna get all the babes. And then Nick came, and he was shy. Like I, they loved that even more. They of loved course. it b- more because he was shy. Yeah, and he was so good at sports. I think he plays professional soccer. He, now yeah. in France or, or somewhere in Europe. Yeah, he he's in Europe, killing it, playing soccer. I'd love to talk to that. That would be amazing. Yeah, I, I, I feel like I kind of have a crush on. Him. Yeah, yeah. I think I had a like a guy crush, like a non-sexual sort of like, oh m- man, I want to be Nick so bad. Yeah. yeah. And then he and I had one of the most formative. I've told you many times about the barn. We mm-hmm. went to the, the we went to this trip to the barn. Mm-hmm. It was me and Nick and two girls that were similar aged, and Nick's dad and his new wife. So we went up to this barn, and it, it sounds like a New Yorker short story, but it was like the most formative sort of like awkward. I don't even know if I know this. Yeah, it was so I re, I could t- I could talk about that trip for a long long time, but one of the things that I do want to say is so Nick and I in separate beds were uh, sleeping downstairs <laughs> and you're his true love. That's right. Uh, that's, right. <laughs> that's right. I didn't cheat on you. Let's be, let's be clear. We were in separate beds, uh but we'd stay up all night and would t- and would talk about talk this is what made it come to mind mm. was uh 
mangoes and melons, and mangoes meant boobs, and melons, confusingly, meant vagina. Of course, of course. <laughs> so it would stay up at night, and I remember very distinctly going like, what do you like more, mangoes or melons? Now, I remember at that age being like, I like breasts, but I didn't even like, I didn't even want the nipple to be involved. It was too, I don't know. There's too I, much going on there. Too much, ha- I wanted yeah. it to be like cartoons. Mm. And if you read Mad Magazine and stuff and you saw the cleavage women, you never were like, I wonder what the nipple looks like. You just liked cleavage. Yeah. You just, that's what breasts were. It's I had never the seen gateway one. gateway boob. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then I was like, I don't know if I want like a red center or two or, or pink or whatever color it is. You know, I, it's not necessary. Aesthetically, to me. you just didn't need that. But the vagina, forget it. Like I didn't want. I didn't. I wasn't yet into vagina. And Nick said he liked melons more. And I remember being like, "What?" It blew your mind. That still kind of blows my mind. <laughs> you're, ah, you're also at this level though, where that's another. People are changing dramatically on a hormone level mm-hmm. every hour, it seemed like. Yeah. So he was just a little bit ahead of me, puberty-wise or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he was already kind of like, I think I'm curious about that. And then to come to find out that the girls were pranking us and they were sneaking out. Because it, it was a barn house where you could see the Milky Way. It was so dark and yeah. you had to drive down a... A dirt road to get there and stuff and they were like scratching on the window trying to scare us and we were like what's that and then the the shutter came off the hinge and swung in front of the window like this move that was like that's not a prank and then uh, the mom's name was Sally and Nick and I were like well, so what are we going to do and I just immediately went Sally <laughs> like just called out to the mom the girls thought I was such a dork because you're still yeah. a kid you're still a kid totally yeah a kid. And then we climbed in their closet. So we'd go to bed. Let's say we went to bed at nine. So around like eight, Nick and I got in their closet and hid in the closet. Oh, my gosh. So that when they went to sleep, we would start scaring them. But then like we'd we'd hear them talking and I felt too guilty. I, I heard them talking and I just came out and I was like, we're sorry we're in here. We we were going to scare you. You've always had that. I'm that way too. Like I don't you like still pranks. hate pranks because like when you're in the middle of it right before the big reveal, you're yeah. like this is too mean. I don't want to do why, this. Talk to me about improv. I like I like Charlie Todd. I think a lot of what improv everywhere does is is great and and borders on majestic and wonderful. Mm-hmm. But when the pranks go wrong, I always side with the people being pranked and I'm like, "Yeah. Yeah. You shouldn't have done that." Right. That's on you. Yeah. I don't know if you know improv everywhere. Like they'll the, the one that I always took issue with was there's a band and they made the band seem like it was the greatest band in the world. It's like mm-hmm. a small band. Mm-hmm. So they all memorized the songs and they all made t-shirts and they showed up and gave them the greatest gig of their life. Yeah. But of course, as soon as they found out it was a prank, it was like really hurtful. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And as a performer, I'm like, you should, you should know. I think, I don't want to, there's no beef here. I understand what they were going for. And Charlie's right. very clear that he was just trying to give them a great time. But I'm like, as performers, you should know that you don't fuck with yeah. the love you get from an audience. It's it's like a sacred thing. Right. Mm-hmm. So that was the issue I took with that. And pranking is such a kid thing, too. But it's like, pranking at its worst is making somebody really happy and then they're re- yeah. really sad. But pranking at its best is still, like, making someone really upset and then they're like, oh, yeah. it's a joke. And so there's still a period of time where someone's yeah. really upset. Just, right. g- just right. give me the cake. Don't, yeah. don't say this is shit. 
and then go, it's really cake. I'm like, oh, ah, I don't like it. And maybe it's because it reminds me of junior high. Being a Where kid. Where you're uncertain. I'm a toaster. Yeah, you're, you're so being, vulnerable. Yeah. And we are all still vulnerable. We're all trying to, imagine being a band trying to read cues from an audience that's manipulating and taking advantage of something. Yeah. And that's all, it's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Junior high is like, you don't know a lot about the world. Yeah. And I, the kids with older brothers and stuff would be like, did you know, like I remember finding out that gynecologists put, uh, put, you know, go into the vagina. So the thing that I heard was like the doctor puts his hand in a woman's vagina like this mm. this seems so normal now of course <laughs> you'd need to examine inside and I remember I wrote that on a piece of paper again desperately trying to make Matt like me I wrote my brother told me that when girls go to the gynecologist the doctor puts his hand in the vagina and I wrote on a note and I pass it to him in class like you're writing a note yeah cuz oh we're bored God. Trying to make them laugh. I'm trying to delight and entertain. And that seemed salacious at the time. That yeah. was our, like, we weren't talking about politics. We're talking about, did you know what a gynecologist is? Yeah. And I passed it to him. He reads it. I remember he was not impressed. And then he passed it to the person <gasps> next to him, which was a girl. And then it got around the whole room. Uh. And then on the way out, like a real punk bitch, I was just waiting for him to come out. So it's like doing a meet and greet. The whole class is walking out. Every girl looked at me and was like, nice note, Pete. Great oh. note, Pete. And just like, and I was like, Ugh. Oh, my God. Maybe I had a worse junior high than I realized. No, I mean, everybody had a terrible okay, good. time. But that is really, I think you maybe put yourself out there more. So you got more like. I'm not saying, yes. I understand flat. that what I was doing was silly. and. No, I mean, you just, you were so like kind of vulnerable. I was an exposed nerd. Yeah. A lot of people like just kind of go within to protect themselves. Right. But it's so And that's what cool is. Yeah. Cool is just like being cool. Quiet and being like, what's yeah. up? It's and I was like, I like your shirt. Yeah. It's kind of cruel that you experience um, embarrassment and humiliation so early on in life before you even like understand the world. You're not ready for to deal it. With it. Yeah, you don't all. have the tools. Like that is you're really making me remember that the worst part of being an adolescent is just like at any moment I could be humiliated and that's the end of the world. Yep. That yep. is yep. death yep. to that's me. It. You can't it's over. That's why punishing works, like uh, sit in the corner, you're grounded. These are real things. You yeah. don't have a brain that goes, well, what's the big deal? I have to sit in the corner? That sounds easy. I know. Like you're just like, someone's mad at me and this yeah. is the world. Oh. And I feel bad for you and they're looking at the boobs. I'll look at your boobs when you make that sound. Thank you. <laughs> I'll be over here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so which do you like more, mangoes or melons? <laughs> is that for me? No. Uh, so I give you the tour. Yes. Back to the beginning <laughs> the of the story. I don't. I, to be honest, I don't remember how the day ended. Yeah, I, I think either. you probably stuck but, with me more than anyone else. But the story of the pumps, did you finish that? Oh, yeah. We're yeah, in the just, library. Ah, uh, yes. And I'm wearing, thank you, Val. And we're wearing the pumps. And you're still, you know, uh, Go you, ahead. you like touching thing. I don't want to say you're fidgety, but you like to be like, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> and then you'll do an air bass for a while. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you'll air drum busy. for a while. Yeah, sure, sure. It's sure. not, fidgety sounds negative, but back then you were too. Active, you were active hands. Active, active hands. hands. Active hands, yeah. <laughs> you're, not, you're not the devil's workshop. Yeah. <laughs> well, Marge, don't tell the community yeah. about my busy hands. My busy hands. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then you kept... 
you'd I'd be wearing my pumps, and it was probably a dream come true that you acknowledged them. But then I was trying to be cool. Yeah, fuck cool. I cool know. Fucking sucks. I know. And you went pump it up and while I, you were squeezing the button. Mm-hmm. You, you took took my shoe and went pump it yep, up, yep. and then I didn't respond. You didn't react, so I was like, maybe he didn't hear me. And then you did it again, <laughs> did it at least two more times. Pump it up. Oh my god! And why didn't I just go like? Yeah, it's, man. It takes so long. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was a kid, and this was in high school, I met the first kid who was a couple, maybe a year or two older than me that did, did okay. So I'll show you what okay is. Um, uh, uh, where, did you, where, did you, where were you born? Stone of Massachusetts. Okay. Oh, so I learned yes. that yeah, grown-ups yeah. have these little yeah. techniques. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I, the first time I heard that, I was like, why are you validating that <laughs> I was born in Stoneham, Mass? Oh, my gosh, yes. So I was like, oh, so pump it up. Do. Yeah, man, right? Right is another That's one. All it right. Takes. Right? That's all it takes, and I would have stopped. Just these little <laughs> techniques and, yeah. and giving people what they want. But when you're a junior high kid, you're like, what does he want? What is he doing? Is he making fun of me? And you don't really know how to do those little small talky things. Like the other, something I find myself saying a lot these days is also like, um, is that right? Uh, it's another yeah. way to to acknowledge that someone has said something. You, it's a very non-committal response. They could say anything. Oh, is that right? What yeah. It doesn't matter what they said. And it's right. kind of like Britishing it. Right. Just yeah. like. Pops it right back. Right, right. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what you like, huh? Okay. But that is another kid thing is you're just watching adults for like cues like that. You don't have any tools. The kid who did okay was named Alex and he changed my life. Wow. I was like, okay. Okay. I guess you can say okay. Mm -hmm. And it fills the gap. Yep. I've spent my life accruing these techniques to (laughs) not be awkward. So (laughs) you and I became uh, (laughs) uh, friends. Yes. And then we would do all sorts. I just wrote down X-Lax, Pringles, and Pool. I'm sure you know what each of those means. I can wager a guess. So you had a you have a younger sister. I still do. Yep, you still do. Still, still younger. younger. <laughs> okay. Uh, and I and so we would make videos. Uh-huh. Your sister looked a little bit like Garth. Yes. So we would do Wayne's World Wayne's videos. Wayne's World videos. And she beca- would be in the videos. Yeah, she'd be in the oh videos. Oh my gosh! As a as a younger sister, all yep. I wanted was to be as with a, my brother. I know that about you, and I think we relate. Mm-hmm. I like that we're both the younger sibling because all I wanted to do when my brother had a friend over. Was impressed and hang out with them. Yeah. That's all I wanted to do. So I, if I'm remembering correctly, was always in favor of Kate kind of playing Aww. with us because I, I, I still... You were empathetic. I sometimes got along better with the younger sibling than the kid that was my age. I liked them more. Mm. And that was true with a number of friends. But anyway, not, not with us. Kate was fine, but you were, you were my, my true love. <laughs> yeah. So remember Get Her With The Net? Yes. She was being a monkey or something, and we threw an afghan. And it just became a thing go, to say. Get her with the net. That was, it just, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Can we play that when we get home? Yeah, I'll get, I'll get, I'll get with the net. Please get me with the net. I'll be a monkey. But, I mean, <laughs> when you're a kid, you really do have that, like, childish, it is childish appreciation of how fun it is to throw a blanket on And then someone. it just became right. a thing. <laughs> yeah, totally. And we would just say it, like, whenever, for no reason, we'd get say her it to her. Net. Like, she'd say something offhandedly, and we'd say, get her with the net, and it just yeah. became something. Thing we'd say to her. We love to get her with the net. Oh, yeah. And even though we just talked about how we didn't like pranks, and I think it's because of junior high, in junior high, we thought pranking is what you were supposed oh, yeah. to do. Oh, right. yeah. And what you would ultimately be loved and praised for. Like, look how smart and cunning and hilarious you were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a lot of people never grow out of their appreciation of comedy doesn't have to be an exclusive thing. It doesn't have to have a, a, a victim. But a lot right. of people 
have Arrested Development and freeze mm-hmm. on the junior high understanding of what's funny. Mm-hmm. And these people are often villains in movies. Yes. Think of <laughs> Biff and Back to the Future as a real, or, like, noogies are funny. Yeah, or Donald Trump in real life. Exactly. <laughs> like, Donald Trump is like, you get him and that's hilarious. Like, God help me if I ever find out what makes Trump laugh. Know. You know it's just a crippled person falling or something. Oh, like, true. Like, <laughs> Cigar. He kind of is Biff. He, he is, is Biff. Biff. He really no, he is Biff. This you know that theory? Thing. Yeah. There's a theory I didn't that, know that, that Biff was like... Uh, based but, on Trump, and, and, and in the yeah. second huh. movie, right, right, that's he's got that's the hair like and Biff Town or whatever. It's and he called. puts yeah. his name on all the buildings, right, and the very similar right. hair. Yes. And he's dead inside. Uh, so one. this is like yeah. Back to the Future Four or whatever. And we're going to go off on a tangent. We're electing Biff as truly right. a nightmare, truly right. a nightmare. But I, you know, you and I would go to CVS because you lived in Medford. You were walking distance to like a little area that had a McDonald's. Yeah, Medford Square. Like, I grew up in Lexington, which is, to this day, like, no McDonald's. Like, no. you can't have a Maybe McDonald's. on the outskirts. <laughs> on the outskirts, maybe by a gas station. But, like, what is happening downstairs? They're watching horror movies. Oh. It sounds like they're watching. I mean, I, I'd be into that. <laughs> you want to go watch a horror movie? Thank you, Katie. Yeah, let's forget this. this yeah, is, all right. This, is, this isn't <laughs> I going I think we're well. done here. You don't have to, Katie, but, I mean, if you're, if you're into it. I'll just go turn it down. Hey. hey! Katie gets things Katie done. done. Katie, 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 Katie. Um, you're the best yes hander in, in my life. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, and. And please get me with a net. Uh, so we'd go to the. You had a McDonald's, which I couldn't believe. Like, you could just walk to a McDonald's and buy... Because I would have done that constantly. Again, the coolest thing in a kid's life is fast food. There's no escaping it. Those are our restaurants. Yeah. Those are our restaurants. Right. Right. You get treated like an adult. Someone calls you sir. You're like, oh, I'm number one. Yes, sir. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. And you get food and a prize? Yeah. Look at this thing. Toy and sugar food. And a yeah. McDonald's hamburger is just like one thing. Yeah. You know what yes. I mean? It's not the it's ingredient. A single it's, unit. It's one, It's like an eraser. It's right. one. <laughs> and yeah. you eat it, and you don't know what it was, but you loved it. Oh, and yeah. uh, so we, then would I remember where I took a French fry, and we walked to CBS, mm. and this was the sort of shit we would do. Just like we knew we were supposed to be like Bart Simpson and, and Zach Morris, so we're like, let's go to CBS. And I opened a book. We went to the children's section. It, you know how CBS has some books. And they had a book called uh, "I'm Mad at You." Classic. It, it's a gr- I love it. Mm-hmm. I'm mad at you. <laughs> and it was Kermit was mad at Fozzie, and it was Baby Kermit. It was like Muppet Babies style. Oh, Muppet Baby Muppet Kermit Babies. was mad at Muppet Baby Fonzie. Fozzie. 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 <laughs> and I opened it and I put a fry in it, and this became. And then we left. That was the prank. <laughs> <laughs> we left like oh. I put one Take French fry. Because, again, you're just try- trying to find the limits of reality. Right. Can you're we walk- testing everything. What can we get away with? Right. Can we go into a CVS and put a, a French fry in? I'm mad at you. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. No one gives a shit. Yes. Right. But this is something when we'd write each other letters in camp and stuff, we'd draw I'm mad at you and, like, the steps to putting a fry in I'm mad at you, like, find I'm mad at you, open it. Place the oh fry in, close it. We were so bored, yeah. so I we were always this. making our own magic, which is something pretty great about it. Yeah. But then I don't know who sold it to us, but we bought Xlax gum. Well, the end of that story is that I'm I, mad at you. Is yeah. that I? One of us. I think I saved the book. You I did. I. 
Maybe it was a different fry, but I came back <laughs> recently, still found the French fry in there. No way. It couldn't have been the same one. Wow. I don't I, yeah, I'm a little uncertain about how that story went, but I thought we I left found, it in, but maybe you, maybe you I think maybe once you bought me the book. As oh, a that gift, sounds like something I would do. And then I'd you put probably a fry put, in it. But put years later, it was still there, and it was like kind of hard, but it yeah. hadn't disintegrated the way real food oh, would disintegrate. Yeah, 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 you yeah. could probably still eat it, uh, and it would have the same effect. It was really Or dip it in really ketchup bad. and write an essay. Really bad. <laughs> Dearest love, I'm writing this with our favorite oh, French like fry. Like a quill. Yeah, like a quill. <laughs> a French fry quill. But Every Happy Meal actually comes with dozens of toys. You just have to let some of them harden. Just have to wait years and years and years <laughs> to play with them. Uh, yeah, it's the Thomas Edison kit. It's, uh, these the hamburgers are, these are and the racer. <laughs> ah, excellent <laughs> call. Well done. So Thank we you. bought Xlax gum. Yes. Yes. Which looks like chiclets. Yes. So me and all my Zach Morrissey-ness was like, X-Lax look like chiclets. And I'm sure I got that somewhere. I didn't just put that together. Okay. So I was like, we're going to buy chiclets. We're going to put X-Lax gum in it. And we're going to give it to your sister. Oh. My poor sister. Oh. So we did. This is one of the few hard pranks. We yeah. used to fart in a Pringles can and try to pin <laughs> her down and, and open it in her face. Well, I think it started with, can we capture a fart? I think that was the question. <laughs> right. That's- Yes. Like, because I remember very distinctly. Less, I Hypothesis. Think let me. Let's see if we can do this. Oh and like, you would try and like cover it up, close it, close it, as and then later on, you'd open it and be like, ah, it's gone. We, we yeah. lost it. No, sometimes I think they were in there. There sometimes. was moments. It's hard to know because Pringles just smell like farts anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it smells like a clean. Yeah, we shouldn't Pringle have bought that fart, fart flavored <laughs> chip. That was a bad also, marketing move. You and I would fart constantly on the phone. No fart was lost. We well, were like the Native Americans of farts. Oh, I. Every part of the fart. I b- <laughs> Every part was used. I believe it because Ern came over to our house uh, and it had been a while since you've seen each other. And this was Friday, and probably I would say twenty minutes into it, you were ripping the biggest parts yeah. ever. And I was like, "Oh, this is your still Pavlovian. very close." Oh. I don't salivate when I see her, and I, I start farting. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That was our language. Your gastric juices get going. Oh it's yeah, like, here we go. Here we go. Bless I'm cooking up something. But would be on the phone and would fart. Would also record audio record our farts. What? Yeah, I'm so glad we're getting into this. Would oh audio record our farts, and on the phone, I think this is awesome. I'd go like, "Oh, so who knows? Who knows what we were talking about?" It was just like, and then uh, you know, I guess our cat died. Oh, hold on, hold on. And you'd put the phone, the phone that my father used, the phone that my mother used. This wasn't my cell phone. This was the house phone. Oh. A phone that people put their mouths. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Their face so right wonder we didn't it. all have pink mouth. Oh. <laughs> so uh, and I'd go like, and then I'd come back laughing and we'd like just kind of casually discuss the fart like it was a happening like oh that was a thick one that, that was, was a, that was and there was a crackle to that one yeah. and then it became clear to us that you could oh. fake it that you'd go like oh hold on and then you'd move the phone away and then you'd bring it back and you'd go and then, and then you'd put it back, and then you'd start laughing while the phone was away from you. You know what I mean? I can do it with this. Right. You'd be like, yes, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, do it. <laughs> oh, man. That's how you would try. But then, but then the game became, I'm so glad we how used. fake can you make the uh, fake part? So you'd go, hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> that was genuine. We'd always say genuine. genuine. That was genuine. And then we'd ask each other, was that genuine? <laughs> that was genuine. It was like important. Was that real? Again, oh my God. you don't have current events. 
You're not going to do your homework. So you just kind of grade and didn't discuss. Have the, you're not didn't have the internet. Yeah. No, no internet. No internet, no phones. I do feel yeah. like if I like had a middle school boy and I and you know like if I had a child who was that age and I like <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Was that genuine? <laughs> Yes. Thank you. Thank yes. you. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I was just going to say, and I like walked in on him doing that yeah. with his kid, with his best Phone. friend. Yeah. I would be so delighted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we, we, the, here's the sweetest love of my life. We would, we would find <laughs> the Pringles can, would try and get like five or six in there, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like Ghostbusters captured ghosts. Yeah. Would try and suck them into that thing with the caution mm-hmm, tape on it, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. a bunch of farts, <laughs> then would open it. You know, she'd be watching TV and would put it in front of her face and open it. And she'd often just be like, it smells like potato chips yeah. I don't understand sour cream? Like, we've been working on that for weeks <laughs> right. we've really been collecting all we of our have, farts for you we, we wasted it, them should have put it in the fridge <laughs> like in, yeah, the, in between beefs we should have put it in the this fridge. is also like literally a Bob's Burgers episode I know I love I this. farted in a pool <laughs> so uh, that was my attempt at gene uh, <laughs> and so we bought the gum Got the, we bought the gum yeah and I think I don't know how we were trying to slip it to her and I don't know how we how we convinced her to try the gum. I, Maybe you I offered wish, her the gum. I, I bet, knowing uh, us, I probably was chewing hey, it. Hey, you want some and gum? And I sat next to her, waited for what felt like an eternity, <laughs> and then was like, you want some gum? But it was probably just like, I sat down... You want uh, <laughs> you want, to, uh, want some gum? She's like, sure. And, and I then, think my mom got wise. She knew well, we what confessed. we were up to. I think we confessed. Well, did we? I think... I'm not sure, but she got wise. Kate ate a piece. Maybe we told my mom what we were doing. I don't know how she knew, but she basically We either said, confessed or she got, but we got caught. Before the effects of that. Here's the thing, though. We, she, we, yeah. we were living in like a cartoon world where you think you're going to eat it and then you just, you, you like raise up a little off the couch because yeah. that's how much you shit yourself is that you're actually and my mama like You're sitting on a pile <laughs> of shit. <laughs> Oh no! Like that's what we thought was like an accordion kind of expanding. (laughs) What did you give me? And then everyone goes, Pete and Aaron are so smart, so so funny, so so smart. Pete and Aaron are so smart, so so funny, so so smart. And I think I think she was like, I I think maybe Kate did chew it. I think you're right. She did. And then she might have felt the effects. And my mom was like, "Don't give them the satisfaction." Like she was like, basically, if you have to go, up, just go in secret and, and that, don't even let them be satisfied with what they. Yeah, your mom oh, was very good. cool, She's and so it's my cool. understanding that your sister didn't have any like. She supreme. might not have, but I think the end of the story. Maybe you don't even know it. I know this. Are you kidding? I tell the story all the time. For, oh, good. You <laughs> ate a piece. I'm so glad you ate a piece <laughs> to show to Kate what not a big deal it was. Because I remember one grown up, not your mom, but I feel like another grown up was there and was like. That's a serious thing. That's medicine. And someone could be allergic to that or mm. it could have an adverse reaction. Mm. You could have really put someone in the hospital. Like, oh, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, I, I get it, but, like, relax. And also, and then, it's funny. It's also <laughs> funny. And I, you don't know what we were picturing. <laughs> you think we're just being assholes. In our minds, the world is still a magical, wonderful place where maybe a shit accordion is going to come out of my sister's drawers. It's a great. So please great back off with your serious shit. Don't project your anxiety onto us. Yeah, lady. exactly. Anyway, so Ern was like, no, 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 it's not a big deal. Look, and he ate one. Go on. And I definitely had a reaction. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, oh, boy. It was the next day at school. I think I. Oh yeah, yeah. I definitely had oh. uh, the effects. Aaron, the you're, next not, day. you're not telling the story. <laughs> you I'm were sorry. at school. You stayed after school, uh, and all, all the girls that we liked were there. 
and there was some after school thing that they were doing, and you were there, and then you went to wait for the bus. Oh, that's right. I was at the bus, and, <gasps> and then, then it you hit me. Shit your pants. And I was like, oh boy. And what are you going to do? You shit yourself. There's nowhere to go. And then you, <gasps> I don't know how you're skipping the main point. I'm sorry. Do you, you want to tell the story? I do because okay. in your hands, it had an effect. <laughs> you were I'm waiting so sorry. for a bus and you shit your pants. And then you had to waddle back to the school. Oh. Passing one. Passing six. Passing Spano. Passing all the passing girls we Spano. knew with a hot shit hammock in your drawers. Oh. And then you had to clean up. As best you could, and then with a definite strong fart to shit aroma wafting, walk by all the girls. We, I mean, that's a story. Yeah. You could be on the moth with that shit. It, the the album true. can be called It Had an Effect, but you sold that story short. I think I, I must have blocked out that other stuff. Yeah, that's what that's friends are for. Did I tell you that? <laughs> yeah, I you must told have told you that. You told me that. That's so traumatizing. It was pretty traumatizing. You filled oh. a hot one. But I got my comeuppance for sure. How's that? From trying to get my sister to do it. Oh, oh, I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was karma. If there's, that was, karma, if there's karma, that was it. That was. Oh, I also that was your overestimated my GI tract of <laughs> the ability to deal with that. It, that was real stuff. It was really. St- I mean, if you yeah. are having trouble pooping, <laughs> X-Lax gum. X-Lax. That'll do it, and it tastes like a chiclet. <laughs> Tastes like a chiclet, and you're not going to make your bus. Yes. This episode is sponsored by X-Lex. If you are on public transportation, think twice about using that. Yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. yeah. Need- don't take it if it's you just want breath fresh. You and, need to be near something. And don't definitely don't take it if one and six are yeah. near you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. And that, do you have any stories like that that I don't remember? Of me being embarrassed? Oh, mm. I'd have to think Nothing about that. I should have prepared more. No, 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 don't prepare. Then the other one I wrote down was pool. So you and I used to make, and I've told this story before because we always ask people what the hardest time they laughed was. The time they laughed the hardest to your English professing people. Uh, but I remember we were in a pool and we, you and I used to make recordings, remember? We had a, a two-tape uh, tape player, and you could do high-speed dubbing. So, of course, we would be like, hello, Aaron. It would sound How like are the chipmunks. And then you speed it up, and it would be like, hello, Aaron. Mm-hmm. And we loved this. We thought this was, and we'd do all these things. We And one of them, this is kind of like a long way to go to get at the pool story, but one of them was called uh, Alvin. I was Alvin, and it was a cooking show. And t- I went, uh, hello, I'm Alvin. Uh, today on Cooking with Me, we thought that was so funny. Yeah, no, that is funny. Today on Cooking with Me, like the show is called <laughs> Cooking, Cooking with, with Alvin, but he calls it Today on Cooking with Me. <laughs> that is funny. And it was, I think we stepped in real funny, like actually authentically funny yeah. one out of 15 times. It would like hit something that's truly yeah. Yeah. premium grade funny. Yeah. And uh, so I went, Ta-da, on Cooking with Me, right? So cut to like a year later. You and I are in a, a pool. We should talk about the Winnebago. You know, that was the whole we, thing. We're on a trip uh, with my father. We would take us on a trip. It was just my dad, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he would like almost every summer. Really? At least a few times we'd go. Yeah, we'd make the the normal stops at the car show. Yeah, at the These baseball thing. This is the same. Loop. My mom texted me this morning 
from Hershey, Pennsylvania. Yes, this is now. This yeah. My dad has three places he goes, yes. and yes. God damn it, he's going to Hershey those places. PA. And your poor, poor mom has had to go with him for 40 years. One time my mom said, we're going on vacation, and I said, where to? And she said, Cooperstown, and I almost threw up. Oh. I, it, it was, I know that's, I guess that is sad. I with thought excitement? you'd laugh. No. no, I almost threw up just at the thought of going back. Uh, I've been to Cooperstown at least 10 times, yeah. and it's like, Oh, you guys, this is the feeling of going home, and all love and respect to my parents, but it's like the same record as on the player. Mm -hmm. So it's just this like rotation of like, and now we go to the car show, and mm -hmm. now yeah. we go to Cooperstown, mm -hmm. and, and I was just like, blah, blah. Yeah. So you and I used to do those yeah. trips. Now but, my mom's taking the heat. Yeah, but it was actually, it was fun. Like, I found it Oh, we had a great time. Yeah, it was really fun, and like, we'd go. We'd the go first to... ten times, that's what it should say, <laughs> welcome to Cooperstown. The first ten times, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good. It was, it was good, and we, we, we did that, and we made the rounds. We would stop at night, we'd stop at these RV campgrounds, you know, and they'd be like, that's where people would shower, and that's where you'd, you know. Oh, and are we going to tell that? Whatever you want to do. I, I think you've told oh, me this. I want to hear it. So anyway, we didn't even finish talking about drinking up, but we call it oh. working. Oh, right. So you could talk about it very plainly mm -hmm. to one another, and you'd be like, oh, I, I, I worked twice yesterday. Mm -hmm. Really kind of weird. Again, I, I just kind of want to do a time capsule of what it's like to be a junior. Absolutely. So we would go, and obviously we're on the road with my dad. And we're blindly horny, and all we want to do is jerk, jerk off, like, constantly. Yeah. And it was, like, always, like, the car show. And there'd be some, like, adjacent bikini contest. Yeah, there was always oh, something no. else slightly scandalous going on. Or there would be, like, just a glimpse of a, of a, a, a magazine stand Playboy cover. It didn't right. take much. And you would lock that in. That'd be in there. Like, right. your final answer. Yeah. And you'd go, spank you later. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, Thank you very much. Ern and I... On these trips, junior high would go to shower and would shower in separate stalls, obviously. Adjacent. Adjacent stalls. <laughs> it's and not that obvious. And would be. I know. <laughs> I'm going out. There it is. I, I want the world to know. know. We're gonna, gonna let, let it show. That'll break. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, that worked that out. That was very great. Well. Thank you for that. So. <laughs> It's not that clear, but we were in separate stalls, uh, and we'd be joking. We were constantly talking. Very close. You're right. And this is going to lead very embarrassingly to one of the songs. Mm. God, that's going to be embarrassing. I'm Fantastic. so excited. But we're gonna, I'll get that ready. We're, no, we're going to go in order. <laughs> we're going to go in chronological order. But anyway, because there really is this weird love affair going on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, your, it's kind of your first. I called you... Pete's first love the other day because yeah. it's like kind of this first no, we, we, intimate we do love each other and we did love like especially that's why I was telling all the pain and then I had a friend who wanted to do what I wanted to do yeah. who was funny and smart and I'd be like let's make a board game or I'm going to show you the hypercolor uh, hypercard video game I made of mm -hmm. us yeah and didn't tease me and we had fun and then we'll get to the music part later that really solidified the relationship mm. <laughs> relationship but yeah it's, a, it's an intimate relationship yeah so we'd go and would be in the shower and would be talking the whole time <laughs> which would be like oh yeah I just you know I love uh, and at tacos these camp, and at these campgrounds sometimes you know you'd get like just a glimpse of a girl like God in, in another you. Winnebago not, she's not undressed nothing, she's nothing but just, just a girl. like you'd see her but be like hey it is somewhat erotic <laughs> 
I'm gonna say I see eroticism in a lot of places. I think the airport is a sexy place where people are like taking off shoes and jackets. There's a, like mm. a strange intimacy. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying about seeing feet or actually like breasts or anything. Right. But it's just kind of like this weird. Why am I seeing you disrobe? We're all gonna right. do this here, and we're all kind of doing it in this locker room fashion. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's not something I like jerk off to, but I'm just kind of like this is. Similar to a campground, we're mm. all there. We're all bathing and shitting and eating and, and changing. sleeping in the same area. Right. Sleeping, right. and you can see if you go on a walk at a campground, all the lights are on, yep. and you yep. can see just a fifteen-year-old girl, just like us, eating dinner. And, and you're like, yeah. your mind. I mean, your mind goes. You know, your imagination goes. Of course, you know, yeah, yeah. And just like the my time at the barn, you're just like imagine nothing ever happened, but imagine if something did. Right. right. And then we did imagine if something did while we masturbated. <laughs> yes. So we'd be in the shower and we'd be like, I like crunchy tacos, and you'd be like, I'm more of a soft taco guy. <laughs> and then there'd just be an understood lull, a silence, a oh. silence would emerge <laughs> where it was just understood. Oh. We we have hold on. <laughs> Something needs to happen. Oh my god! That's when you would uh, jerk it. That's so... and get on with your day. And then at <laughs> some point, one of us would be like, "So you, uh, you, you done?" Well, this is oh <laughs> the, yeah. The first, someone has to talk first. Somebody has yeah, to be you're like, like, "Are you clocking out?" Yeah, don't worry, it happens to a lot of guys. <laughs> Are you clocking out? <laughs> but this is why I love movies like Itu Mama Tambien. Mm-hmm. Is what we should watch that. Yeah, it's one of my favorite movies. They end up. Uh, I don't want to spoil it, but their relationship, let's just say, wasn't exactly like ours. But yeah. that time when your sexuality is just kind of arriving mm-hmm. and to have a confidant during that time to, to be like – because, again, there's this Huge. weird shame. You're like – like I would jerk off sometimes four or five times a day. I'd jerk off so much that like my dick would get a little shaped. Like I, yeah. I didn't use lube. I was a natural. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know about that. Yeah. Poof. So – to to deal with that weirdness, so much stuff is changing, and then to have a friend, I think I think that's what we're understanding to be lovely about it. Right, absolutely. Because I had a very very close best friend who still is one of I consider one of my closest people, all throughout the same ages that you did, and we were very intimate. Spent like every weekend together, all of that, but never talked about this stuff. Like yeah. never until we were like twenty yeah. talked about our sexual experiences. Right. So it's I do think it's lovely that yeah, you, you have camaraderie when the weirdest things are happening to you. It's you know? lovely and it's loving. Yeah. Because here I am getting messages from the church that jerking off I remember I asked my one of my uh, youth leaders, if you jerk off, are you still a virgin? Of course, I didn't say jerk off. If you yeah. jerk off, are you still a virgin? And he was like, um... Hmm. So it wasn't even a right away. Yeah. It, oh, he went, oh, that messes with he your went, mind. technically. Oh. And here I am thinking that if you're not a virgin, uh, you go to hell. Oh. That's all it was. Like, all if you were a things. sinner, you go to hell. And this guy's kind of... Getting into semantics that technically I'm like fuck. Oh my god, you. I get so it's child ups- abuse. It is child abuse. I get so upset. It's body shaming. It's body shaming S- to the extreme. To the extreme because your natural inclination, I feel like, and I, I think Aaron, you can speak to this because you didn't Aaron. have the religious. Aaron, sorry, uh. you didn't have the religious like uh, guilt and hangups that we had. But like, I feel like even if you don't have that stuff, your natural inclination is to be at least a little embarrassed. Yeah, yeah. That there's this new thing that your body does. Of course. Because it's so personal and yep. so vulnerable. And then to have anything 
confirm that you should be yes. like ashamed and here comes the church embarrassed yeah. fuck that fuck you that is so we should be encouraging all kids like go it's we truly... actually at real girl have told girls like go Valerie's here. charity my, my yeah the the organization that i work for uh we say for like more information real girl dot real girl empowerment programs.com real doll.com <laughs> no okay. not real doll. Wow. that's a different thing yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't have to worry about their self-esteem that's yeah. the whole appeal <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay but we teach them <laughs> oh, God. God, that is not, not condoned by real program that jug was not condoned <laughs> by real girls anyway we will say like this is your anatomy and we encourage all of you to like go into your room with a mirror and like explore yes. your body because it's so detrimental yes We've talked about like having to get over the like having an orgasm and then instantly feeling depressed right after, yeah, because of the like guilt, the Christian guilt of like masturbating wow. and then having the orgasm and then just feeling like so ashamed. Of but yourself. that's that's one of the things that I'm so glad about us being together is you understand that. Yeah. I, I I'm kind of in awe that I'm not stranger sexually given although you and I have talked about like watching pornography a lot of the appeal sometimes for me is that they're even doing it that they're allowing themselves to be filmed it's like it's like oh you're having sex and you're not ashamed you know what I mean Mm -hmm. it's not like oh you fucking filth it's just kind of like oh this is taboo you know what I mean I still get off on taboo, like a fucking oh, yeah. 1930s John Mulaney type that's like, can you imagine seeing a girl's brazier? <laughs> right there under the lights. I'm telling you, as clear as day, she took off her top and we all oogled. And for a nickel, you could smell her hair. Like, that's me now. <laughs> oh, by the way, I was flipping a nickel. You couldn't see time. it, but yeah. it was happening. There was a nickel. Um, I, I feel like I derailed us. No, no, not at all. Real girl masturbation. Uh, real there's girl. the pool. You were stealing the Cool yeah, story. but the jerking off. Were oh, we jerking. done with that? Well, no, yeah, that was it. Oh, yeah, the the Winnebago. Uh, so you. Oh yeah, and we'd go little... and we'd jerk off. It was like knowing that you were jerking off. And just we never talked glasses. about it, but we were like, "That's what's that happening was in there." Mm-hmm. Because it wasn't. Oh, this is something else I was going to say. The farting, not to the same extent, <laughs> is similar. It's like I fart a lot, and then mm. meeting a friend that's like, "I fart a lot too." In fact, I'm going to fart. So you hear it on the phone. And we're going to trap them. <laughs> we'd also send Polaroids of our shits and stuff. Fucking weird. But it's like yeah. you just got deposited in this encasing. Yeah. In this encasement. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, and there are all these weird rules and stuff. And it was really great to be like, look at this weird shit I took. It, obviously, we thought it was funny. Yeah. It was really funny. Polaroid, and you're Let's pranking the person. Because we'd write these weird letters to each other that were like 15 pages long. And one of them would be like, lift here. Lift here. And you'd lift it up and it would be a Polaroid of a shit you took. <laughs> so it would just be like a little prank you do to each yeah. other. And then on the next page, it would be like, how to put a fry in. I'm mad at you. Mm-hmm. And oh then my gosh. everything was commemorated. It was a, a way of, we made comedy. Like, yeah. if there was something weird that happened we would turn it into like a comic strip mm-hmm. or a cartoon and Which it was a way so of having ownership of it yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah well you. I think I think that's like you know poop and fart jokes are like the first thing that are become funny to kids yeah. kind of and uh, I think there's something enlightened about that. It is funny being like, look at this meat puppets things yeah. that it does. Yeah. Like just being like, this is so weird. Let's laugh Let's at it. Let's laugh instead at it. Of being In- or shamed. be afraid. It's yeah. either love or hate yeah. or fear. And, we're, and we went with love. We we're like, it's weird. I shit and I fart. But before that, I, I, 
Yeah, I never really had like shit shame, but I wasn't exactly convinced I wasn't the only one that did this. You know, yeah. you're like, yeah. flush it, flush it before anyone sees. Yeah, hurry. So uh, Winnebago. So we would go on these trips and the jerking. And do you have any other Winnebago memories? No, I mean, all I remember, not it's not funny, but just like one of the most distinctive memories is like we we're sleeping in the back of the Winnebago. And at some point, your dad would wake up and just start driving. And oftentimes. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, we were sleeping and we had to get to the next place. We had to get to, you know, Hershey Park or yeah, wherever we were going. Yeah, yeah. And so I would often wake up. As we were driving, I'd be like, oh, we're, we're moving again, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, it was this strangely comforting thing, this idea that, like... Even though we're sleeping, we're, we're sleeping, on our way. Dad's driving, he's got it, my we're dad, sleeping. My dad killed it in, in a lot of ways. He did, he did. And he, it, and like, he had that... Sorry, what were you going to say? Nothing. I was interrupted. I'm sorry, <laughs> I interrupted too much. But it's the idea that my dad did have this sort of, like come on, jump in the ocean thing, mm-hmm. which I kind of had with you. I kind of mimicked that behavior with yeah, you. Yeah, I think you were always pushing me to do things. And right. I, was, I was the timid one, and you were like, let's go! And on it, really, that it was just a defense against my own timidity, of course. But mm-hmm. I was like, let's go in the ocean, even though jump it's cold. Jump in the ocean. Let's go on the roller coaster, right, even right, though it's scary. Right, right, right. We just yesterday went to Disneyland, mm-hmm. and we had a great time. Yeah, we should talk about that day that, we should. later. Mm-hmm. And we went on a roller coaster, and Val and I were talking about something I mentioned many times on this podcast, which is the idea that I learned an important lesson, which is you're going to go, mm-hmm. so just look brave. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, Or just don't go, but really double down on that. I would always get talked into it, and then I kind of would do that with you. I yep. would be the one, my brother did it to me, and then I would do it to you, yep. mm-hmm. where, again, it's kind of like an alpha thing, but I was like, let's go on the Luger isn't it called the Looper? The Looper. The Looper. Oh, yeah. And Aaron and I would go on the Looper. Welcome to the Looper. We always thought it was the Looper. It was funnier if it was Looper, but unfortunately it was yeah. Looper because they did a bunch they of did loops. did a bunch of loops. Yeah. Yeah. And we would do it and then would run to the front and do it again and run to the front yep. and do it again. Yep. And, yep. Run the, and that's why we knew the safety announcement so well. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, speaking of funny bits, we went on Pirates. You had never been to Disney. Never had till yesterday. Not Disney World. No not Disney. Disney. Not, no Disney. No, no Disney. Disney. So Sweet Lady V, mm-hmm. who gets all the credit for our, our amazing yes. day yesterday, because yeah. I, I had planned nothing. Oh, you. you were like, why don't we go to Disney tomorrow? And I was like, that's a great idea. So we got Earn up, and I was like, you have two kids, and you know you have responsibilities and stuff. I was like, we're going to surprise Earn. Yeah. I like surprises. Yeah. I don't like pranks. Pranks... Surprises are just nice pranks. Right. So we get in the car, and we don't tell Aaron where he's going, because we know on the five, at a certain point, you're going to see exits that say Disney Way. So it's just like what somebody does for their kid. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. got to experience it early with you. Pretty much. <laughs> with a grown man. Pretty who... much. And then we went on Pirates, and I remember, so the thing that I thought was funny was that a pirate does the announcement. He's like, make sure to keep ye arms and legs inside, <laughs> and make sure the safety bar is down. And this is a rapist, and a, and a villain, and a thief. thief. Someone who would kill you if they had a chance. <laughs> would kill you just for the sport. And then he's like, I'll make sure you eat leafy green vegetables at least one meal a day. And call your mother, for Christ's sake. Limit your screen time. Not good for your brain. Don't forget to read a book from time to time and challenge a belief that you may be wrong but have a blind spot. Aerobic exercise three times a week. Be nice to your brother. You'll appreciate him one day. Stop giving him noogies and ask him how he feels in the deep recesses of his mind. (laughs) 
Uh, and then we uh, the ride and was fine. And then we did the ride. We could talk. <laughs> and then the ride. <laughs> it was good. We Val and I have been many times together, but like, so we were you were like our son. We were like he's got to go on pirate. Basically, right. I was kind of like looking around, and you're like, come this way, Aaron. I will say it. It was almost a mistake to go on Space Mountain first because it's the best. Yeah. Not yeah, a mistake. It, it was just so good. And then you go on Pirates and you're like, that was fun. And then we waited in the sun for Haunted Mansion for the longest time. It was the longest That was a long wait. Line. Just to be like, oh yeah, this isn't worth it. The whole time I'm bragging about, because you know I'm a snob and I'm like, Disney does it right. They don't scare you too much. They don't even titillate you too much. It's very civilized. Classy. Yeah. Very classy. Very well manicured lawns. It's not Six Flags. There's no like off-brand superhero going, <laughs> come and eat some fried dough. I am dog man. And he has a dick. Oh, imagine the world I live in. You know, it's like classy. It's like classy oh, entertainment. You've never been to Six Flags, by I the way. Love, I love this Six This is your Flags. idea of what Six Flags is. Yeah. I do love Six Flags. Dog in man fact, with a dick. I would drive to Six Flags right after this podcast. It's Let's so fun. It. But anyway, Disney kind of classed up the joint and was like, no, it's going to be for grown-ups and kids and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, what was my point? Something um, about the Haunted Mansion? Oh, so as I'm bragging that they they kill it, even the lines are pleasant. There's the funny tombstones, mm. and you're always under shade. And this is how you know you're 37, is you're like, look at this foliage. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> I was like, like I know I'm older because I love the landscaping. Yeah. The flowers oh. are beautiful, and you're like, this is amazing. And then I'm like, and you're always in the shade. And then after 40 minutes in the line already, there's just this box that is, it looks like the Enron E, where it's just like back and forth, zigzagging mm. back and forth in the direct sun. You keep thinking you're almost yeah. there, then you have to go back the other way. Yeah. yeah. And, and you, you start thinking, oh, maybe that other line's the fast yeah, no, pass, and no. we only have to wait in half of this. No. no you wait in every inch of it, and you're going to bake. You go back and, and no, forth. No funny tombstones. It's just a fucking oversight. Yeah. And then you get in, and you're pissed. Haunted Mansion was maybe the biggest letdown. Right. It was the only letdown, I would say. The rest I was, was yeah. really Although, good. I mean, I was... You, but again, your son, you have to do Haunted Mansion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I kept saying the, the main thing about going without kids, uh, one, you can... Uh, we, we ate weed. Mm-hmm. Two, you can leave whenever you want. Right. right. And yeah. we did leave. And after seven hours, you start seeing all the kids screaming and the parents Meltdowns. fighting. Yeah. And you're like, we're just going to get in a car and... Go have dinner. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah, it is funny when you think about the weed thing. Now that I think about how that all went down, because we were like, we have a surprise for you, Ern, and we take you to Disneyland, and they're like, and we brought weed, <laughs> and we all eat it, and only Pete and I get high, yeah. and you don't feel it at well, all. Well, there's a number of times. That's another one of my hardest laugh stories. Is I tried to smoke Ern up in in Chicago yeah. when you were in school, and I came and visited you, and I felt so cool. I like our whole life. You like you smoked pot in high school. You had a girlfriend in high school. We haven't. We've kind of lost the chronology, but like. Yeah. It was so funny that the screech became the Zach. So in high school, now I'm the one that's like, oh, and you're over there with multiple girlfriends and like, well, well like one, you know. yeah, one. But like, you always had girls that were like interested, and you'd hang out, and you were cool, and like you got involved in theater. That's what did it. What's that? Theater. That's what theater. I'm saying. Like, yeah. You got in. You That's were the in the place. So cool. That's the way to do it. I, wouldn't, uh. I didn't want to be in the place because I was like, unless I could be the star. And he never. And the, you did improv. but I did improv but yeah. Bo, yeah. because I could take over the scene. But Bogart, Steve Bogart, the theater teacher, mm-hmm. I think, and I'm, I think I'm right about this all these years later, wasn't crazy about me. He saw me as a gap-toothed ham. 
And he was like, I don't know what to do with a gap tooth pain. One time he told me I could have been a good officer, Krupke. Like, Why not just tell me to go fuck myself? Yeah. It's like the, the I swear, when I book things to this day, I go, Krupke, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you need so, that motivation. Yeah, I'm still mad at him oh, about use it. saying I could have been Harness a good it. silent yes. cop character in West Side Story. He has a few lines. There's a song about him. And he's lame. In, and he sucks. He's the man. He he's literally man. swings a billy yeah, club and tells the, the fun people. Figure that everyone hates. You could have been a good Krupke. Was his ult? He might as well have extended his arm the full length an inch from my face and given me the finger. Was he <laughs> trying to suggest that you should have tried out for the musical? Well, he was trying to be sweet because I was like, I think I confront, not confronted, but we were talking. And I was like, I just always thought you didn't like me. He probably thought you weren't a serious enough artist. Yeah, he was a pretty Ooh. serious artist. Yeah, he still is. It's yeah. very dangerous like, to like take yourself very seriously and be teaching theater to mm-hmm. a bunch of kids. But yeah. Well, that's he was—he was kind of a legend, though. Oh, he right. was, and he kind of, I, I think, elevated our theater program. He did to a good, very plays. high level. Oh, he did good. Yeah, he—he okay. he was very good. He was one of those guys that wouldn't shave the whole production because mm-hmm. he's directing. He's very serious. He was awesome, and everyone yeah. loved him. All the and girls were in love with and him. And even things that like—I like, just wanted him to love me. Like what? <laughs> even things like West Side that a lot of schools do. West Side Story. Like he did it in a way that was like so. I don't know. Yeah, I, he, it, he, like, he had a real bent. And you guys did it. hair. We did hair. We didn't get naked. You, but you did take your shirt off. we did off. hair. No, I didn't take my shirt off. Some people did. Nader did. He was just wearing a vest. Which is that covering was what you, what you want. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm going to take off my shirt now. Because I remember I would have done hair, but I didn't want to take my shirt off. You would have tried out for that? I, I remember specifically oh, saying to you, I was like, I would have loved to done hair, oh. but I didn't want to take my shirt off. I knew it was like I a didn't take. Thing. I never took anything off. It's like he's going to do a, a reimagining of Equus where nothing happens. <laughs> just a boy the horses with are a fine. Horse. The horses are fine. <laughs> he, he rides a horse, a horse at one point and everything. I was an Equus too in college. Wow. You were. I was an Equus. You were the main kid. No, oh, okay. no, I was like you didn't the stable have to whip master. Yourself. <laughs> yeah. I had about four lines. Yeah, I remember being quietly jealous that you like flourished in this scene. I found my place there definitely. Yeah. And then you met girls and all that sort yeah. of stuff. Yeah, that helped. But then there was improv troupe, yep. which is a whole other conversation. But yep. do you remember me and Will Murray? Will Murray. I think the joke was that you were huge and he was small. Is that what you're going for? I, again. Oh, you gave him a concussion. No. He, well, yeah. Exactly. You what do you, where you so? But this is it. One day, Stephen Bogart, who I was convinced didn't like me, came to sit in on improv rehearsal, and me and Ern are in improv together. And I, I wouldn't even say that I was the standout or good or anything, but I was big and loud. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, and that'll, that, that'll take you yeah, quite, quite away. Pretty far. In improv. Pretty far, especially in high school. So. He's there. We're all kind of on our best behavior. And I'm doing a scene with Will. And Will Murray was about as tall as this table. He was just a just <laughs> tiny child man. And his name was Bill Murray, which is hilarious. But we call his name Will. So in the scene, I initiate and I come out. And I'm like, okay, be very, very quiet. Like a, like a burglar pose. And he takes the burglar pose. I'm like, we need, and everyone's laughing. It's going well. Like this is a strong initiation. And I'm like, okay, we need to go into that house. But it's very, very important. And then I go, get down. And I grab him, and I hit the deck. And I see everyone, what I think is laughing. And specifically, I see Bogart. I know there's a podcast, but I'll do it for you guys. Go like this. Like, throw back. Like, ah! And I think he's laughing. Like, ah! But what he's doing is, oh! Because I, and I talk about you being the same size you were in your bosoms. I was this size, more or less, back then. Mm-hmm. Less. 
and I, I, and I grabbed him and I slammed his head. It was basically head. a wrestling move. Oh my god! Into the ground. Like, I don't know Not what that's called, but because we were crouched, it wasn't like a foot, and he was short. It wasn't like he didn't have far to go. He didn't have. It's true, he didn't have far to go. But he banged his head, uh, scene oh. over, class over, rehearsal over, uh, and it was one of those things where he was young enough that like. If he people were like, "Are you okay?" and he started to be like, "Well, I want," and it start crying. crying. Right, right. So I remember going, "Don't talk, don't talk, don't talk," because I knew if he didn't talk, right. there was a chance he wouldn't cry, <laughs> and if he didn't cry, I wouldn't feel as bad or yeah. look as bad. Oh. I felt terrible, of course. Mm-hmm. But this is a key moment in the friendship. I went out to the loading dock. Do you remember this? No. The loading dock by LHS. Oh, I remember the loading dock. I don't it's remember. still there. And I was sitting there, <laughs> just like an episode of Friday Night Lights, and I like <laughs> missed the field goal, mm-hmm. sitting there with my helmet. And I'm just like, it was just one of the worst moments ever. I had hurt this kid, mm-hmm. and I fucked up and wasn't funny and wasn't good, and, and everything that I wanted, affirmation and laughs and stuff, mm. was so far. I got the opposite. Yes. And I'm sitting there, and you came and sat with me. And we sat there and just kind of had like a quiet, I don't know if you put your arm around me, but the the sentiment (laughs) was there of just like, it's okay, it's okay. And like you were being associated with me at a time when it was like, I'm getting kind of emotional. It was like very bad. (laughs) It was like unpopular to be associated with me. Yeah, you just like being a presence is like, hey, I'm still with you. You know it was like a mistake and not... Yeah, that's no, that so was powerful. That was a key one. Oh, that's so that, beautiful, isn't it? Yeah. So that kind of thank you for that again. Oh, of yeah. course. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime you want me to come and sure, sit with you, sure, yeah. I'll, I'll put my arm around you. So oh, that makes me feel. So, there's so many of these stories that, like, because I love you so much, I want to just like take a intervene. time machine just and like look. just pluck you out. But that's probably the feeling of being a parent yeah. is you want to protect your child yep. from all of this. And stuff. let's try and you know remember if we if we raise babies, it's like that. Even though that was so unpleasant, I did learn. Be careful. I still careful. I've done you know. Careful, you big old ogre. Uh Exactly. (laughs) Doing Batman things. I mean, I could have knocked someone off a roof or something. Like something way worse could have happened if I didn't learn early on. Hey, dipshit! (laughs) You're huge. You're a ginormous man. Take it it down. It's and there's still people that are. You know, Pete is to Will Murray as Pete is to this fucking guy that I'm doing a scene with. Mm. We just did one. We did one for Crashing where the guy was pretty small compared to me. Uh-huh. And we had to do all these, like, stunts and it was weird. And I re- remember shooting and being like, don't don't Will Murray this one. Like, it was a, it was a powerful <laughs> Yeah. Lesson. But that takes um, us to high school. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. Well, I was just going to remind you that we still have the – pool story and the college high story which oh are, my god which kind of are like tied i feel like by one specific event okay which you can get into i'm gonna no. pee really quick sure you I know need- where it is yeah of course no. so we'll, we'll finish the high story so i of course lived in chicago from 2000 to uh, whatever 2003 or four and uh 2001 actually and so I knew people that could get us weed, and I thought that was mm. very cool. Mm. You know, I, I came and visited you, and I was like, ha, this is I think my I remember town. going with you. To get it. Yeah, like to someone's random house or something. My friend Dan. I don't Maybe. Wanna, yeah, my friend Dan. And uh, I texted him, and he was like, I don't really know anybody, but then like he put me – anyway, we finally got some weed. And I, I actually told this story, as I said on the show before. We smoked – and you, it's very sweet, uh, you just hadn't ever smoked anything. Or you had, 
but not you had never really. done it not really well. Yeah, because you were doing that thing that a lot of people do when they first smoke, which is they just puff it into their mouths and then exhale it like you would a cigar. Right. And I was trying, and I was already high. And I, you were saying, I'm not high, just like at Disneyland where you're like, I'm not high. So now we think you might have a very high tolerance. <laughs> so you're puffing it, but I see that you're just exhaling it. And I'm like, you need to do what I'm doing. And then I'd, I think I maybe, maybe I had a cigarette. I wasn't just smoking uh, pot, but I'd show you, or maybe I just mimed it. I'd be like, then when it's in your mouth, you have to go, <gasps> like you have mm-hmm. to let it in. And you did that, but then you were convinced you weren't high, and then you got really paranoid that you weren't high, and that me and the other person that was there was making fun of you. Mm-hmm. And then the only thing that I could say to convince you that you were high was, see how unreasonable you're being about whether or not Which you're I high. Which I couldn't see. Yeah. <laughs> Do you see how we've been talking about whether or not you're high for 25 minutes now? Mm-hmm. That's high. Yeah. <laughs> and then after that, we broke through, and then I did impressions all night. Remember, I did Coldplay right, and I right, did right. Al Pacino and Scent of a Woman, if we're being you honest, did to- is about a man who can smell vagina. You did Tomato Al Pacino. You were Al Pacino as a tomato. Really? <laughs> yes. I don't remember that. I'm a, I'm a tomato. I can't do the voice. But oh, you- my God. Yeah, you were. I am so red and plum. That's pretty much it. <laughs> I don't know how you got the idea, like, let me be tomato Al Pacino, but you yeah, were. Yeah. yeah, don't slice me. <laughs> I do not belong in this alley. <laughs> and then you laughed so hard. The thing that I think put us over the top, we're on a roll. It was one of the best moments of my oh, life. I was killing. I was killing. You I had, were killing. And I didn't kill as a stand up at this point. I was still new, newish as a stand up, so I didn't really kill like this. And I was really in the pocket. And we're all laughing. And then I went, there are 11 clocks in this room. <laughs> Just like this bold declaration. Yeah, and then you had to prove it. We were all but like, I didn't count them. You didn't beforehand. But and then, then you, we stopped and counted. Then you went around and counted. And, and it, there were 10. And, you and 10. then we realized that we didn't count the microwave or something. Or your watch or something, something like that. Oh. And when we realized that there were, in fact, a random declaration was true... Aaron vomited. I in think the I lost it. I lost it. <laughs> you laugh. I've it never seen effect. you so oh. happy. And you. This is why I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a huge drug person. I always say that. You know, I'm Which careful with how I consume <laughs> drug person. I'm careful with how I consume drugs. But the re- they can have alcohol can have this heart opening quality. Weed can have this joy. Like here are two friends we haven't seen each other, and we smoke, and suddenly we're back in junior high, mm-hmm. and you're throwing up in the sink. Yep. Now weed is only that every one out of five if you're lucky. But we had one of those magic yeah. nights. Yeah, it was joyous. But it was the second time I made you laugh so hard you threw up, and this brings us back to today on cooking with me. <laughs> so you and I were in the pool. And uh, on one of these trips with my dad. And you and I loved – I don't think we were wrestling at the time, but we used to wrestle in the pool Yeah, we would do wrestling moves because in the pool, <laughs> there's no pain. You can jump out from the outside into the inside and pretend like, oh, I'm jumping off the top rope. It was like, just baby wolves and you're like, like, learning like, how One to of us would pretend yeah. to throw, throw the other one, and there's, it's the water. You're not going to get hurt. And totally. in my mind, it was a huge – complex, amazing street fighting tournament (laughs) where I I really could very vividly picture what the game looked like that we were playing. Because we were probably playing Street Fighter at the time and then it was like, let's get in the pool and And I made a better Street Fighter and it was like cartoony and beautiful. Like It was very vivid, very real to me and we would act it out. Mm -hmm. So then we're in the pool. I don't think we were wrestling and I was like, 
we should have the Olympics. We're going to have an Olympics. Basic stuff, breath holding, distance, all that mm-hmm, sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I sa- and then there was this kid, and he was like four years younger than us. So we're maybe, I don't know, 12. So here's like an eight or nine-year-old. And he was just swimming right at us. <laughs> just directly at us. There was plenty of pool, but this no idiot fear. had his face underwater, so he's blind and Kinda he's swimming. At- quickly. <laughs> Very quickly. If I remember correctly, he was soft, rotund, and coming at and us. And fast. And fast. And I said, uh, so we'll do like a breath content. And then we both noticed that we're in the, you know, oncoming traffic. And I looked and I go, and other events such as running from this guy. (laughs) (laughs) Which I think, you know, in retrospect, it was funny. I think it hit me in such a way because it was so random. And And other events such as running from this guy. It's also perilous. (laughs) Like it literally is like a machete's coming at you and you quip something. So it was actually one of the first times I remember being like quick. And I went other events such as running from this guy. Aaron, we laughed. And it sounded like today on Cooking With Me, it had the same. We laughed. second, Second time we had used that comedy cadence oh. we laughed so hard Aaron got out well I got out of the pool and I went behind a tree <laughs> and I didn't want anyone to see me but I got out of the pool and I threw up <laughs> yeah he threw up behind a tree such an adorable character trait uh, for like little Aaron that yeah. you laughed so hard I was like a legitimately up. a teenager though yeah we were yeah, teens I was like no. a real I was getting there I wasn't like a little kid I shouldn't be throwing up oh it's but so I was doing I did it other events I can see how like when I mean that's that's funny now. Yeah, like, we would all laugh. That's one, very of, one hard out of one out of fifteen. When that we stepped in it, but like that's the great thing when you're like a kid. It's like being high, where if that's why we love being high. Yeah, because it's the same kind of thing where like when you're a kid and you say or somebody something says amazing something happens. like that. Yeah, you're like I can't believe yeah. it. And when you're we high, we do that it's high the all the time. Feeling. And because I am way funnier than I was as a kid because I've done all this work. Yeah. Every once in a while when Val and I smoke, I will make... I'm, perfect, I know this is crazy because it's me, but no, a, a perfect A perfect jet. Jet. <laughs> We'll go yeah. like... It, it's like Al Pacino as a tomato. It's like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. It has an 11 clocks quality. Yes. Like, what part of your brain was gauging the names of all the cops on this episode of The Wire and the perfect timing. And we laugh, and then I'll just have a quiet moment because it really helps you dissociate from the part of you that's actually thinking of the joke. There's like you, and then there's this part of your brain that's a genius. So you kind of feel like in awe of that. Yeah. And I always go, divine, divine. Divine, which is a... It takes my breath away. Basically a Brent Sullivan. We got it from Brent. Divine. Which you said it's like only one out of five times where you have that kind of like reaction yeah. but we actually have that but you and I have frequently but we very carefully create a very safe bubble yeah you know we talk on this podcast about green lights and like I've dated girls before where there are lines and stuff and jokes like you know I was talking about jerking off or pornography or whatever I've dated girls that are just that would be like ah I don't don't talk about that or don't make that joke or yeah. I, I remember I don't want to get into specifics but like you have green-lighted me to a place where our love is very, like, beautifully juvenile, mm-hmm. where we just sing songs on the – we sang songs on the piano last night and mm-hmm. play the guitar and laugh. Anyway, enough about yeah. our, our beautiful life. <laughs> uh, so that was the pool story, and that was the high story. And now we're in high school. And what did you, did you have something? No, that was it. In high school, it was a big thing. We graduated eighth grade. You put on your page. You didn't know what it was. 
I said you, uh, you're admitting your, mm-hmm. yeah. and you said it's you, fine. You, you also you put the lyrics, chastised me. You put I, the lyrics to Jeremy. Jeremy, and I specifically had to cross out the F word in there because yeah. it was going to go out to everyone, and I did in pencil. Stupid little shit, or stu- little fuck. Or, uh, something little fuck. Harmless yeah. little fuck. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. it did in pencil. You could definitely see Still it. Still, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. think they cared. But so, to my credit, some of the girls were like, "Hey, I know that song. That's cool." Yeah. So I was just as you we were graduating, were just, just on the cusp. I was just going to get there if we had a couple more years of middle school. But which, that was thank a God little. We didn't. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was just going to start. to... Yeah. But that was a taste of theater, urn. Yeah, I was like, mm. oh, because hey. you were, you were in plays, kissing girls, and so I was. Oh uh, yeah. I, Jealous is the wrong. We'll get to the pride that I had for my yeah, friend. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's get oh into it. We're not there yet. We have to go with the music. We'll go in order. So I think, unless you guys really want to play the other one first, God help us. <laughs> I, I am genuinely embarrassed about what we're going to oh, hear yes. today. I can't oh, wait. Very excited. I'm so excited. But in a, it's, it's not every every day you feel just like a pure cut of humiliation. Oh, it's right. it's coming. It's coming. It's like a line of Colombian humiliation. It's like a. It's kind of like the theme of this episode is, is humiliation. Humiliation, yeah. and then we're actually going to humiliate you. Yeah, Fantastic. true, true, true. So we graduate eighth grade, and then there was this concern. You didn't live in Lexington, and we wanted to go to high school together. But great turn of events. Ern did, did move, move to Lexington. Yes. Yay. Changed my. I was. I was like maybe my brother went to private high school, right? And I was like maybe I'll go to private high school, and then you went to public high school. And I was like, if Ern goes to public high school, I'll have the courage to go to public. I high didn't school. realize that mm. was even a decision point. I didn't know yeah. you were trying mm. to decide. But yeah. I think may, I'm not sure it was either. But our high school was like 1,600 kids. Yeah, yeah. So Big. you're going from 20, 20 to 1,600 yeah. bells. It's still bigger than my college campus. Not yeah. maybe not. Including all like the the wild land like woods and stuff, but the building wise, my high school was at least as big. You know, lose the dorms, <laughs> the classrooms was smaller, and now I'm all over the place. And my <laughs> high school, my high school had more students than my college. Wow! So we went to this very serious high school. Now we could we can get into that how we stayed friends, but we kind of drifted apart, and like we found. But then we had the band. Yes, the band. I think we Which started band the band came first. Nude came first, okay. and earn. Ern and I, yes, you had drums. Your dad had I, a drum set. He, he got some drum. His uh, guy who worked for him had some. Was a drummer. Mm-hmm. Had some drums. My dad acquired the drums. I still remember. So it's, your dad's company was called Bontronics. Bontronics. Which we, was, we still think is funny. Yeah. Like electronics, but his name's Dave Bonner. Mm-hmm. So Bontronics, mm-hmm. love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he I, got me some drums. I, re- I very vivid memory that I'm glad we're recording in case we're ever old men and can't remember this stuff. Mm-hmm. Being in Bontronics and there was a drum set and you sat down and you did the. You know, pretty like mm-hmm. kind of standard beat. Mm-hmm. I, you might as well have taken your head off and bowled it like a Tim <laughs> Tim Burton cartoon. It was the most amazing. Oh, thing. you liked it? Wow! I, you're well, not you're uh, the, not remembering correctly. The, no, the moment I remember, and I was like, "We're starting a band." Okay, and then the moment I remember about that is like when I actually got the drums. So we literally were a garage band. We were literally in your parents' garage. That came after Bontronics, but yes. right. But the the, the the seminal moment I remember. Oh, was, was clever. We, we got the we got the drums into the garage. You had some kind of bass. I had written a song. And when you when you plugged in and started playing that, and then when I started playing the drums, I was like, this is a band. Yeah. Mm. You, we were electronic. And then I came in. And you did eight, uh, eight bars of that. And you went, and you did a fill. You went. 
And then and I, I, could, like, I could see ah! we both were like, yeah, that's, that's like a movie. Scene. Yeah, it is. Like, like it wasn't like there aren't a lot of. I guess there are when we stop and think. But that was. It would have been sepia tone. It was just this amazing technicolor. Because yeah. up till was, then we had a bass. I remember your bass or guitar or something had like two strings. Yeah. Well, yeah, I kept breaking. Strings. But then you, then you, like, <laughs> oh, my egg-shaped bass. Right. There was but one I, that you, you yeah. was, you found it. Yeah. But then you got a real bass, and uh, up till then we were just playing on that. But then you add the drums in, and all of a sudden it's a band. And then mm-hmm. your dad gave us a PA system. Yep. He hooked we, us up with the electronics. Bontronic. He hooked us up with the Bontronics. Thank you. <laughs> That's right. So he gave us a PA. I bought an amp, just like a cheap, sh- like a really shitty bass, and your drums were fine. And then we started playing music, and then I uh, there was a period where t- our friend Tommy played guitar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it mm-hmm, wasn't quite mm-hmm. a, a fit, I think, mostly for like image reasons. I was like, we need someone that's more punk rock. <laughs> so eventually, I found Steve, uh-huh. uh, who I'm also Facebook friends with, a very wonderful man. Um, we met in high school, and he had a mohawk, and I was like, he lives out here. Yeah. Uh, uh, we're not in touch, but uh, cool. Just fact. <laughs> Hello, Steve. If you hear this, and uh, I was like, I I knew how to play power chords. That's all you need. That's all you needed. I remember I was at Tommy's house when I realized that any song I could play on the bass, I could now play on the guitar mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. there is a thing, a power chord that you can play, and if you know the notes, you can play it. And I was like, holy shit. So I found Steve, the kid with the right image, and, you know, a friend of ours, and I was like, I'm going to teach you how to play guitar so our band has a, a cool punk rock kid in it. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Steve was like real punk. We, we kind of were punk. But, you know, I, 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 wasn't. I eventually bought the leather jacket. And you I sometimes the would wear the, the, yeah, the studs on, on, I had on the belt. bracelets. I cut a belt. The belt. And made a, a, a bracelet out of a belt. Oh, cool. And, Very you like put, and you'd put some patches on a leather jacket. And, you and know, I painted the back red. We into the, I feel like a lot of punk rock or, or the image is like repurposing clothing items for another yeah. thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. used my worn out jeans to make patches on my vest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty really much. Cool. A lot of say, we were the Native Americans of. Of yeah. clothing. <laughs> oh boy, I, I gotta stop saying that. Yeah, you keep but back to that. There point. were a couple punks because punk was big. Green Day was huge. Rancid mm-hmm. was big. Operation mm-hmm. Ivy, and and we had again. We could talk for like nine hours, but we had a lot of angst for mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. We I think you can tell why from everything we've been talking about. Yeah. That's why I kind of resent when people are like, oh, you're in the suburbs. I'm like, fuck you, dude. Life is heavy for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just because, like, we lived in a nice neighborhood doesn't mean that I wasn't being bombarded by shitty psychological bullies and just dealing with the the basics of being alive. Everyone it, deals with their stuff. It's like, what, do you, what problem do you have? I was like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. So we started writing uh, songs, mm-hmm. very Green day but they were a little bit more yeah. hardcore. Yeah. I mean, like, it was very obvious, like, sometimes our influences. Yeah. <laughs> when we would Well, remember I wrote songs. the song Gnarly Forest Gnome, mm-hmm. and I remember the first line... It was kind of like that Primus sort of influence where I was like, oh, I'll write like a silly punk song. About where a- he lives in the forest eating twigs and leaves. No one seems to mind when he walks by. And then you were like, Pete, this is Basket Case. He lives in the forest mm-hmm. eating twigs and leaves. And then from no then on. No seems to mind when he walks by. And but I was like, fuck you. And I couldn't remember you had a tune. the melody that I had. Right. Oh. And from then on, that's all you could see. But you'll hear. We're going to play some now or in a minute or now. Now's a good time. But um, 
You want nude first? Sure, nude, nude is first. Is it rewound? Uh, not really. Did you give an age for this? This was like 16? This was Fif- junior, so- sophomore year of high school. Okay, huh? 15 yeah, or 16. Yeah, yeah, yeah something like that. So, uh, But I thought maybe if we play it here, then we can still talk over it, right? Yeah. Or will we be able to talk over it yeah, with us? Yeah, you can talk over it. Can we hear it if it's like that? I am so excited. I'm excited. I haven't listened to this in 15 so you years. Can, you can figure out which song it is. It, it's not rewound. I'm rewinding it. There's just to give you a sense. There's two sides, as all tapes have. Yeah. There's a side A and a B. There are what ten songs on here. I can't believe we had ten songs. I can't either. That's amazing. Here. Are any of them covers? These no, are songs no, are original. no. But here's the issues. Like we were just joking. We were listening to uh, ten thousand thirty nine slapped out whatever the first Green Day album, mm. and I was we were laughing that like they have a song called At the Library, which is about seeing a girl who smiles at you at the library. <laughs> he writes a song about that. Billy Joe wrote a song about called I Was There, which is about looking at photographs and being like, I was there. Yeah. That's the song. Right, right. Real deep. <laughs> he has a song called Disappearing Boy, which is how he used to just like play with his toys and like retreat from his life. And he wrote a song. <laughs> so we were inspired by the fact mm-hmm. that it's like, Oh, we don't really have any experiences, but we wrote about what we knew, which I wish, looking back, I just wish Nude had doubled down on the fact that we were just like shitty white suburban kids mm-hmm. in an affluent neighborhood and being like, yeah, Rock, I know. Rock in the suburbs. Yep. Rock, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We should have been Fold's dip. But I, I, oh, go ahead. It's okay. Take I was just going to say, it. it's important that we know that like, I don't know if did you listen to these when you found them? Like, when's the last time you've listened? To oh these? God, many years. Oh, I asked. Okay. Her, I just found I it and I didn't even listen. Right, I, and oh, and so I I've been dying to hear these for a long time. <laughs> I, me too. The only thing that I'm embarrassed about is I'm afraid it's going to sound like corny that I'm like scream singing, but that's it's that's gonna, how it was. It's going to be. <laughs> it says first demo. I love it. On first the side. demo, like with more to come. That's so first optimistic. Demo. First demo. Wow. And first last. demo, nude. Final last. Side A. This is my handwriting. Yes. Uh, Are you so sure did you not? did you write the songs together? I'm pretty sure this is mine. It might be. Steve might have made that for us. Really? We. It, it's. I think we kind of wrote them together, or one of us would do the lyrics and come up with a melody. You know what? I think you're right. I think Steve. No, wrote Skew that. looks like me. That's not no, my W. Though. I don't know. Anyway, okay. we'll figure that out later. But yes. Also, I don't think Steve knew the name of the songs. Not maybe he probably he, didn't. Maybe he did. <laughs> I don't no. think he knew to write "Fry the Fish" with a P-H-R-Y. No, maybe he did. <laughs> I think. You know, I was on Tim Armstrong's radio show and I played "Fry the Fish" with him. Isn't that crazy? How do you remember how to play it? It's two chords, <laughs> as we'll hear. So anyway, I wanted to give a little rundown. The first song is called Leech. That's what we're about to hear. Leech is about having a party and so, I think our parents having a party and one couple just won't leave. <laughs> right? These are the problems we had. Right? Isn't that Leech? I'll have to listen. Or maybe you have a friend who won't leave? Dar- the first line, because I don't think you're going to be able to understand it, is darkness falls, you're still here. I'm getting tired of being uncomfortable with myself. Yeah, maybe it's, maybe it's someone who won't oh. leave your house. And yeah. then the chorus, and you wrote this one, is hey, 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 want to be your enemy. This was Ooh. mine? You wrote Leech. I did? Yeah, darkness Very falls. Cool. I thought I wrote the one about war. You did, Orders of War. It's oh, the, I wrote a couple of them. the ninth Aww. track. I don't remember your those. parents were passing. Probably. I, my thought, <laughs> oh, yeah, what? yeah. My thought was every good band has a, a song about war. I was thinking like, it was Metallica. Metallica has a song about war. It was a Metallica like, homage. A Pink Floyd. And yeah, it's all kids just being like, take orders and kill people, man. Like, it, <laughs> yeah, it's it was very bad. unsophisticated. Your but. songs were good. Leech was good. Orders of War were good. I liked Orders of War. 
These are good. Let's listen to these. These are excited. good. Well, that's I not don't so oversell it. We're going to go track by, by track. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. I'm hitting play. This is more not exciting record, than right? Disneyland. I know. This is. This is... <laughs> Let's see if we can hear it. To be fair, we did not test out. Yeah, it's playing. But there's. Is the volume up on there? There might be a little dead air at the beginning here. Here, here we, we go. go. Oh, my gosh. Oh, really? Oh, wait, ear. I put that in the auxiliary. Did you hear those drums at the beginning? That's you, baby. Pretty badass, That right? was pretty badass. That was the first thing That's I thought. That's so fast. Because, you know, we used to go and see shows at the Middle East and stuff, uh-huh. and then I'd come back, would see, like, the Casualties or Showcase Showdown or, who else, Doc Hopper, uh-huh. and I'd always come back and I'd go, we need to be playing faster. Yes. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. I really thought we were going to play. better. Oh, The Unseen. The Unseen was The good. Unseen was my, my favorite, and I used right. to write letters to them, and uh-huh. they'd reply. They oh, would? Yeah. yeah, the drummer, Mark, would reply, and I'd ask him questions, and I'd dot my eyes with X's. It was awesome. Hit oh. it. Hit it. All right. Leech. <laughs> Leech, everyone. This is Leech. This is Leech. <laughs> Written by Aaron Bonner Jackson, performed by Nude in probably 1994. <laughs> no? Mm. Uh oh. This isn't. Yeah, just. You probably just have to hold it up. Okay, that's fine. It's a tape player. Shout out to Paige for finding a tape. Thank you, Paige. Okay, I feel like, hold on. I want to give you guys, because this is live. This isn't with a four track. This is live. This is not mixed at all. (laughs) It's not mixed at all. So the melody, Ern is going like this. This will help you enjoy it, I think. Enjoy. So Ern's going like this. Right, you're doing that. And then it goes, dan it, dan it, dan it. You can barely tell. Yeah, it's really hard to think. And then it goes double time. It goes. All right, that's all. Good. That's all I can do to help. Okay, I just want to. Wow. I just want to pause. I'm getting chills. I haven't heard this oh. in talk. We've sped up. It's because you, you were. It, it's, we were ahead of the drums you, on the, the chorus. The, the singing was separate than. The I think music. this is the four track. This is because you were singing while you were trying to listen to the rest of the music. You were yeah. singing over it. So imagine I had to listen to this cacophony and try and, and try find to where fit we were in, in the lyrics. The oh. I sound like Jesse from Operation Ivy, which is what I was trying to sound like. Well done, me. Oh. How it goes, and I can barely tell. It's really hard to know. 
what did my mom think we were doing? I know. Oh, see, that's a that's a rancid move. You just do the first verse again. You come back. Ooh. Say that's a lot better than I thought it was. Going to be. Oh, really? That's like, I mean, like that's oh, pretty good for. Boy. I just for feel 15? bad that you oh, can't I'm really. I am too. You can't really. I ide- visceral look, reaction. To it's that. fine. It's good. I oh. like it. I'm proud of ourselves. Yeah. I have a visceral reaction too, but <laughs> it's just unfortunate that you can't really tell. My favorite part what we're doing. is yeah. that you like <laughs> what it sounds like at all. You, the chorus is the only part that you're like, I think this is a song. This is like pa- why parents were like, it's just noise to me because yeah. they're like yeah. recording quality wasn't right, as good. Right, right, right. right. There, like, there, there was guitar, some musical qualities play, in there. I, we, Darkness yeah. Vaughn. You could do the unplugged version. We always sang to the root <laughs> note, though. We didn't yeah. have any Doody. understanding. Right. Doody. 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 Darkness falls, you're still here. Oh, you getting drunk, I roll, getting tired, mm-hmm. being comfortable yeah, right, right. myself. So it was yeah, just the yeah, note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, got and it. And then even the chorus, which was, I believe, if you want to play it at home, it's G G G G E F F F F G G G G. A lot of people will. Can I just say, I also think it's adorable. Well, if a punk band wants to cover this and mail it to Katie at Nerdist, I mean, go ahead. Oh man, it's called Leech. I don't know what I'm saying in the second verse, but copyright nude, 1995. We'll take the pro. I think it's also adorable that you kind of have like a British accent. Oh no! I'm sure that would yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. What are they are affected? And I'm doing that like Hannah. I'm trying to sound like Tim Armstrong. Who yeah. What I believe he did heroin and like was an alcoholic and based yeah. on his song lyrics. Uh, and was like homeless for a time. Yeah. And I'm 17 in my father's gigantic With his garage, Corvette next to us. With a vintage Corvette. <laughs> Not to mention that this is such an angry song about someone who won't doesn't want to leave my an, dinner party. Won't leave like an adult dinner yeah. party. It's like social cues, buddy. <laughs> yeah, the Learn my house so I can play video games. Okay, so the we won't play... The thing I've ever heard. We won't play every no, song in its entirety, no. but I would like to get a taste of each of the songs, especially yeah. since I haven't heard of them. This one's called Rocket Dream. It's about... Rocket Dream. Well, in, Bart Simpson in his room had a framed photo of a rocket, and that's, that's what this was based I on. I never knew why it was called that. Yeah, Rocket Dream. So it was the idea of getting away from your parents and... Mm-hmm. Uh, How's it go? Well, let's play it. Oh, but I'm trying to. I think this is helpful. So then it's in a house with padded walls. A monster screams down the halls, and I want to be there too. Locked up, but it sounds like fucked up mm-hmm. on this tape, Ooh, which edgy. we liked. Yeah, yeah locked cool. up in a cozy room. Don't let her out too soon, and she doesn't seem to mind. Then the chorus was the same verse, same uh, notes as the verse, one octave higher. Here we go, rocket dream. <laughs> ah. 
fast. Don't expect, Don't expect me, me to, to care. care. When we went to Disneyland, I saw so many kids with t-shirts that said like, oh, this just in. Newsflash. I care. I yeah. don't care. And then there's I like a Stewie Griffin like, uh, one problem, I don't care. So at least we were doing our own <laughs> I don't care shit. Yeah. So that wasn't bad. So that was oh okay. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> or is that not allowed? Or is that not allowed? Uh, da, da. That's the end oh, of that one. Okay, that's the end of that. That's a short one. Oh. They're all short. <laughs> they're all very short. We that's fed nine songs on one Just side, two. so I think it'll be fun. <laughs> Skew. I'm not remembering this what this hat. Was. Oh, skew. Is this about high school kids? Was about what the white hats. Oh, the white hats. So we we thought everybody we, had we the white punk hats. Punk rockers, and they had white baseball hats. That it all was had very like college, very teams. categorical. It was like kids with white hats. Are well, evil. my favorite like teacher, preppy? Mr. Preppy Brown, jockey, jocks. jocks. Mr. Brown was my favorite teacher, and I'll never forget. We're we're actually in touch on Facebook. Yeah, he's on there. He's amazing. Love him. Love him, kiddo. Hello, my little Tony. Love that, kiddo. He used to call us different things. He'd be like, good morning, my little French pastries. <laughs> he was so fun. Oh, I love And him. he was the best teacher. I learned way more from him than I did in college. That's mm. absolutely true. Um, so anyway, Mr. Brown, shout out to Warren Brown. Warren Brown. Uh, he pointed out, he said, he was like that iconoclastic Holden Caulfield teacher that mm. one day in class was like, uh, con- conformity. That's a thing. Like, that's a lot of you are conformists. And and we were like, what? And he was like, look around this room. How many white baseball hats do you see? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah. Mr. Brown, Mr. Mr. Brown. Mr. Brown. Love that, kiddo. <laughs> <laughs> so he was amazing. Yeah. And this song was, and a lot of them used the F word, the F A G word. And I, I really, I, I'm still against that word, but like I really hated it back then. And they would use it a lot, and they were like kind of racist and homophobic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's a line in the song where I go, I don't want to be a stupid bigot jock, mm-hmm. which was very divisive. And we played mm-hmm. it at band night. Nice. And I remember were they the, were in the crowd for sure. Yeah. They're white hats. Not that they, like, could, <laughs> <laughs> they weren't into it. Throwing the white hats at yeah. us. <laughs> it sounded like this, so they weren't they into it. They couldn't necessarily tell what we were saying. What it was. This right. is skew. Then I'll try and find stupid bigot John. <laughs> So what we're doing during the whatever the main part is, which isn't bad. I was trying to remember the, the melody, and I, I got it. Yeah. 
And it's you don't know me, but you like to pretend because they'd try and be chummy with you. This mm-hmm. is so angsty. Mm-hmm. I wish I could be just like you because it's a sarcastic song. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wish I could be just like you. Uh, you don't like me, but hey, now I'm your friend because they thought it was cool to be cool with like the freaky kids. Mm. It's all the same. It's nothing new. And then it's, I don't want to be like you. I don't want to be that cool. I don't want to be like you. Who the hell wants to be? Then the chorus, that's the pre-chorus. The chorus is just screaming, I don't want to be like you. <laughs> so it's like, I want to be like you. I want to wanna be like you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a punchline. It's a mystery. Just in case you didn't get that, yeah. I actually don't want to be like you. <laughs> Kiss me off, I do not bruise. Kiss me off, I do not chorus chorus If only Rick Rubin had been there, it'd be like, okay, so this is the breakdown. If he had been there, it'd be like, just a little slower. Just a little slower. Like, who are you trying to We sound like Minor Threat. That's that's who we sound like. That's another one you I don't mean to compliment us. I love Minor Threat. We had our influences. I don't mean to, like, insult all of punk rock, but this is sounding like every punk rock song to me. We had, well, I... There's something authentic about it. Like if I was yeah. uh, Pitchfork trying to not just shit on this, I'd be like, it's authentic. <laughs> yeah. So this is the part that goes like, and it goes, I don't want to be a be like you, something, something. Then it goes, I don't want to be a lock. Doesn't mean anything. I don't want to be a stupid bigot joke. Just because it rhymes with jock. That's why you said that. Reverse engineered. Ready? My dad watering the lawn. Something's wrong with the Pete one. I love that. I'd be so proud that my kid knows the word bigot and that he doesn't want to be it. And you tried to drop the F bomb in there. I did. I and go. Then you sort of half assed. Just in case anyone was listening. I don't know what my problem In a haze. I don't remember what in a haze Not was. A, no idea. Any thoughts thus far? Katie, what do you think? It sounds like all the bands that saw in high school. Oh, really? That's, yeah. Right? That's who we were. We Absolutely. were. That should have been our name. All the bands this, we this saw in high school. Sounds just like a general we battle more, of the bands. More yeah. self-aware. It's better than I thought it was going to be. Great. Is that yeah. right? This is a oh, battling with ourselves band. Yeah. <laughs> well, All right. Th- this is in a haze. I think this one might be about the time that I called Josh Karras to hang out, and his mom was rude to me. <laughs> <laughs> We're tackling the big issues with our songs, really getting into it, really getting into it. I, I, I can't wait to hear it because I don't have a memory of it. Okay. The suspense. Wow, old ladies are cool. Fuck you up. Take out another one. Get the hell out of my face. So what? So what? 
It's That's so good. what? So what if you think you're stronger? So what if with age? With so what I if with it, age you? I think it's with age you're stronger. So what if you've been here longer? So, so what, what if, if with age, age you're stronger? stronger. So, so what? It mad, doesn't matter. So to me. mad at his mother for because why? She was. Why? I think she was being an ageist. Like I was seventeen, and, and she and was rightfully like, she was like you don't know shit. To me. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, so it goes like uh, I can't remember what was it. It's like a. You don't even try to hide it. Your old age is your fuel. You mess with me, I'll mess with you. <laughs> so I, I didn't mess with her. I was you, probably very polite. And then I wrote a song where I go, so what? Yeah. Wow. That's you you guys were really good at the like like if you I could imagine that you're like at our concerts, everybody will be l- like fists in the air yelling, So what? Together. <laughs> yeah, oh, <laughs> we wanted anthems. There's oh, like the, the repetition though is oh, like a yeah. good strategy. Yeah, for, oh well we didn't we didn't make it up. I wish <laughs> I wish we had, but that was Well that yeah, was. and it, it also is a good strategy for easy songwriting. <laughs> yeah. For sure. But uh those were the nudists. Our fans were gonna be called nudists. Nudists. Yeah. Well, did you explain why you thought it? Why you thought of the band name Nude, or like yeah. why you? Yeah, yeah. we poster thought would say we. Yeah, we thought the, we thought ahead of the to the poster. We'd say tonight three guys nude, <laughs> and we <laughs> thought that that would be a real selling point. We didn't I mean, realize this, that this, people would not want to see us nude. <laughs> uh, this was the beginning of con- like my AOL <clears throat> screen name was Nude Rocks, mm. and people mm. thought that it meant nude balls. So I'd get a lot of. <laughs> unsolicited like hey send me a picture of your rocks. nude rocks i was like you don't understand nude rocks They're like, yeah hey, well here are my nude rocks you're like no you've got mail indeed <laughs> this okay. is before sexting this is uh i remember this one. Oh, i was gonna say this is the beginning of comedy noticing that i liked comedy more than like sticking it to the man was because in between songs you'd have to like tune or whatever mm-hmm. and i would try and i said does anyone know any jokes and someone yelled yeah you and this was a band night, and oh, I was like, I, I just never that. wanted to be in a situation. It was probably quiet. Huh. And I never wanted to be in a situation again where I didn't have anything funny to say. It was a terrible moment for me. Oh. See, in junior high, I was right to do the drills. Mm-hmm. I should have yelled medic. <laughs> 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 All right, this song is called Phone Calls at 2 a.m. Uh, we, we, my dad would get service calls. My dad's <laughs> a... Isn't I know they're not even your phone. No, 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 not even for you. No, but those phones would ring in the whole house. Yeah, it would wake me up, and I was sleepy. (laughs) Yeah, basically, we we tackled the big issues. Yeah, but my father would get these service calls, and it made him so angry. Yeah, Uh, he had to go out in the that he had to go out in the cold. He's an oil man. Yeah. So I get these phone calls at 2 a.m. And it goes, it's off the hook, I'm off the wall, <laughs> is the first line. You're writing about your parents' experiences. Mm-hmm. I know. Because you haven't People had any. People affected you parties. because you, you, he would be walking around all angry and you'd be like, oh. Well, the, the next line is, you're talking too loud. <laughs> you're talking too loud. Charge up the stairs, cursing your breath, like cursing under your mm. breath. Mm-hmm. And then the mm-hmm. chorus is, listen to this. They should have showed this to a child psychologist. Close off your feelings. How? Start conversation when, which meant when after the turmoil do you go and try and make things normal? Uh, Kick down the door now. That never happened. Start all over again. Like this is every day. Oh. Yeah. So this is phone call. But it's it's also like it's probably one of the more uproar, not uproarious, like the tune is probably the most, one of the more. Yeah. 
This uh, is melodic. Melodic and like kind of a yeah tune, but the song is about something that was that was actually very sad for me. He's sad for you. Yeah. But it's it's played on the bass on the on the open first string and and the last two. If string, you're playing at home, D and G. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I'm playing the bass like a guitar because this is one of the first songs we played before we had a guitarist. So I'm really banging out. Right? So that's what you're about to hear, hopefully. Where's the volume? It could be a very happy song. I don't know what I'm saying, but I say get something, 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 con- get away from the confusion. I think it's something about pedal to the floor. Yeah, and then I say something else, and then I go, it's all over temporarily. <laughs> oh, close your eyes and go away. Did I just improvise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that part was just like, do what you feel, man. No I remember idea what you you're guys saying. were all standing around. There was no music playing. It was just me. It's like my bit. It's, yeah. It hasn't come out yet, but on my new special about how when you're doing vocals, no one can hear the music. Yeah, so I was just you. in a garage going, Cut on your Yeah, yeah. And we're all right. standing around watching you. Showbiz, man. I was learning the way. Now. Oh, that was Nader. In the background, yeah, he was there too. Nader was our producer and he screamed at that point. <laughs> we sound better. Yeah. Wow. We got better by that song. <laughs> How long, what, like, did it take a long time to make this tape? I think we did it in one day. <laughs> Probably. Oh, oh, this is not a long process. I think it was a weekend. Yeah. I'm, Maybe I'm... at the most we came back two days. Oh, boy. I hate Alanis Morissette. And so you later changed Which, by the way, the we're trying to get Alanis Morissette on this podcast. Oh. So I'd like to be very clear. I don't hate Alanis Morissette. No, you like her. At the time... So Alanis, I don't think it was if her specifically. This. We didn't hate Alanis. It was Alanis. the idea of she was coming up at that time. It was the idea of this type of artist. You assumed she was this type of artist, which we don't. She's not. Which she's no. like you assumed you were railing against the idea of the overnight artist who gets like a boy band who daddy daddy knows people and this person gets to be an artist. The, the, the fantasy was that your rich dad 
got you in touch with a producer and they kind of and overnight overnight produce an album you make for you an album that you don't write that you don't you just sing and at the same time you were kind of grappling with the idea of like you get all the success and you don't have any roots to no one is going to give You're you any shit the truth, for this like nude because yeah. there's this <laughs> idea in the back of our minds <laughs> right yeah. there's this idea in the back of our minds of like what if we get big like we're going to be selling out. Yeah, you know? oh, I used to you were grappling about that. about that too because I think part of the song says like you never came from anywhere, you have no roots, you know, selling out is no big deal. Yeah. I think that's part of what you were saying here too. You is start like, sold. Whereas if when we got big, which was going to happen, it would yeah. be hard to be so successful because people will give a shit for selling out. Yeah, right. So, that's, that's the paradox of punk. Right. I was pretty worried about that. You were you were worried ahead of time. <laughs> well, Green Day just went to Geffen, and that was a big deal. Geffen Re- Records uh. recently. No, no, no. They've been right huge pop that. stars for I understand who they are. No. <laughs> you said they just went to Geffen. Well, they were on lookout for the first two, and then they swapped to a right. huge... And that's why Dookie was big. It had advertising. It was well-produced. Right. If you listen to Welcome to Paradise on Kerplunk and then listen to it on Dookie, you'll see just how well-produced it is. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, Play the tape. I change Pete, Petey, Sweetie Petey, who doesn't like pranks... And doesn't like saying I hate Alanis Morissette. Change the name of this song. Do you remember? Just Add Water. To Jaw, Just Add Water. Ooh. So this is, depending on who you ask, me then or me now, <laughs> this is called Just Add Water. Can't pick out the lyric. Again. Week one, season number one, video and MTV. Start to think what one it would be. To be like them. Like them. Steady buys you a five hundred dollar guitar. Next to cards and don't get far. Before you quit. I thought we went, oh shit. No, we never said that. I think we did live. Uh, sooner or later, it's week two. Daddy's got connections. You've got an interview. Not bad. That's good really good. good one. Record your new CD. Your grades are slipping. You're depressed. Ah! <laughs> I'm a rock star, but my grades are slipping. Because she's so fucking funny. In my mind, uh, artists like this, Alanis, please do the podcast. We'll talk about this. Uh, are depressed. <laughs> That's not bad. Nope. No one can call you a sellout. Oh, no. You were never anything. Oh. No, that's the chorus. Here we go. Oh, you were sellout. You were never anything. And now you thought. Hey, hey, hey. May your roots know. You were never anything. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's it. You were grappling with that. What if we get big? They're going to call us a sellout. Oh. I'm still worried about it. They can't call you a sellout. Being a fraud. It's it's just a British accent to me. It's so funny. You're like, and type kind, kind of affected. Yeah. yeah, and this is definitely that sort of like radio, like rancid radio, sort mm-hmm. of like it's quieter, and it's like, mm-hmm. and then it gets hardcore. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Stan, I'm losing interest, so I can't imagine the audience. <laughs> well, should, we, should we do this then? Maybe we should pick or best just, of. Uh, <laughs> The only one that... Fry the Fish? Yeah, Fry the Fish is kind of a hit. 
Uh, <laughs> fry the fish, kind of a hit. Kill the dead. Yeah, we didn't. That like, was your you were really. It was my anti anti drug anthem. And Wait, hip- why? See, Minor Threat and all these groups were, stri- <laughs> I mean, like, were straight how? edge, and I was Christian, so I was straight edge, but I didn't call it straight edge, I just called it a, a lame-o. Yeah. And then I met all these like hardcore groups that are like, no, we're hardcore. Minor Threat had a song that goes, I don't smoke, I don't drink, I don't fuck, at least I can fucking think. Mm-hmm. Right? Ah. And I was like... Oh, they just made being lame cool. Yeah. Yeah. So we had a song. Oh, we're not going to play it. It's too much. It's too much nude. Um, <laughs> called Fry the Fish. Too much nudity. And the line, the line that was key was um, sit in a lawn chair, let your mind fry. You really hated um, the idea that. Doing psychedelics. You were di- or, or just you were sitting there like you're not doing anything. You know, I, mm. I, I didn't know that they were tripping. <laughs> <laughs> right. I thought they were – I thought acid was just something that like made sedated you, you. sedated you. Mm. I, you know, I, I was a good kid. I did the D.A.R.E. program and I learned drugs <laughs> are very bad. And, and I knew some kids in our school were deadheads and they definitely were doing drugs and stuff. And I, I remember – one of them, I think his name was Eric, was like, we sell beads at the Dead concert because if you're tripping, these colors look amazing. And I was like, what? <laughs> Just something you would love now. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can you imagine? You sold out. Taking acid at, at the Dead concert. Oh, my God. It would be amazing. I've never done acid still, but I love mushrooms. Uh, so, But I'm glad I was being true to myself. I know. Um, That's kind of what you want your teenage kid to think. So that was nude. That was nude. Uh, impossibly, <laughs> this came after nude. Mm-hmm. So when nude broke up or whatever, <laughs> I had long hair. And then one day I came into school and I just had a buzz cut. Like I just shaved my head. And this began the youth pastor Pete <coughs> phase. If you look at my senior portrait, my junior high, I have long hair and I look punk rock. Mm-hmm. Senior year, I'm wearing like a white Oxford and I have a shaved <laughs> head. But not even shaved punk. Like, Big transition. Like puffy, like a dork. A whiffle, we call it. A whiffle, it. yeah. I had a whiffle. Whiffle. Peter, get a whiffle, you for Get a fucking whiffle, you weirdo. <laughs> Watering the lawn. I don't think I've ever seen my dad water a lawn. He's never watered the lawn. <laughs> no, but, he uh, hires people for yeah, that. Most likely. <laughs> yeah, observing who, whom he hired. Uh, so anyway, I was uh, going into my youth pastor phase, and I, I started going on mission trips, and this is when I got mm-hmm, religious, mm-hmm. and when I wanted to read the whole Bible, and I converted mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. which was mm-hmm. one of my big gets. Mm-hmm. I remember really sitting on that grassy slope and I was like I was talking about hell just like I had been taught I was like you just have to accept Jesus into your heart it's no big deal and you did and we prayed you did yeah I guess so (laughs) would you feel like peer pressured into it yeah a little bit well this brings us into this whole other thing and then I got married you got married then I got divorced and then I got to go out and have lots of sex and drugs and stuff so there was a period where cock blocked you the long con I did (laughs) it was a long game it was like sucker wouldn't you agree that after I got divorced there was this weird like hey that's not the plan we both well, you asked me actually. I remember, and I laughed uproariously about it because you oh, were like, was I wrong? "Well, you were like, so does it feel like I kind of backed out on the plan?" I'm like, "Pete, there's no plan." Oh, okay, yeah. like you were like, I guess oh, I was I worried it. that a it, it wasn't your fault. No, I, and you didn't get married because you were religious. I did, right? Yeah, and I didn't get married for five years after you, so right. it wasn't like right away. Right, yeah. right, right. I guess I just uh, yeah, I, I had weird. You were my sheep, and I was the shepherd, and then the shepherd was. <laughs> Doing shots and doing other sheep, and <laughs> yeah, I found all these loose sheep. <laughs> oh, um, I, you're on I the was, lamb. I he was, was on the lamb. Yeah, nice job. Back 
back to it. <laughs> At this point, we're not sure if it's We Will Rock You or uh, that uh, <laughs> fucking cowboy song. Oh, I thought it was Re- We Will Rock What's You. What's the cowboy song? Uh, what's his name? Lamo Bon Jovi. Oh. <laughs> Kid Rock. This also sounds like any Shania Twain song. Like, I'm a <laughs> cowboy. No, oh, not that Yeah. Um, On the hey, right. It doesn't matter. We have enough music in this Yeah, we're, we're good. <laughs> so this song would have been, this is what I'm actually worried about. This is humiliating. You also have a note for me. This is legit humiliating. So Ern and I were very, very close. As we talked about, it's clearly this sort of non-sexual love affair. Not homoerotic. Mildly sexual. It's like homo-romantic. It's it's homo-romantic. Yeah, exactly. We dated. Yeah. We we really have some unfinished business if you want to. I think we need to figure this out. Um, I'm I'm very excited about this. uh, After you hear this song, you're really going to get it. So here's what I want to say, and I don't say this defensively. Let's just soak in the embarrassment of this song. Uh, we were close, then we weren't really that close in, in high school. The band broke up. Mm-hmm. I kind of went my own way. Then one day I just turned on the radio, and or maybe I knew it was going to be I on. think you might have known, because you wouldn't have gonna... just randomly gone yeah, to the yeah, station. Yeah, yeah. But... I turned on the radio because you were going to be on the radio mm-hmm. singing in your acapella group. Correct. And you sang Creep right. by Radiohead. Yes. And it was a very weird... It was like... When you break up with somebody and then you hear their voicemail greeting and it's the same voicemail greeting and you like remember this time mm. that you were very close and you're also about to go into college mm-hmm. so you know yeah. it's never going to be the same. Mm. Like we're this about was, to go on. This was Ju- June of 97. So we had just graduated high school. Yep. And Aww. yeah, so we literally were a couple of months away from going to college. Yeah. And you recorded this and you and the liner notes. So, no, but oh. here's the thing. Okay. I'm sorry. Yep. Before the recording part. Yes. I hear Ern on the radio. I literally get the chills. I'm so proud of him. The song is called Pride for a Friend. The lyrics are Pride for a Friend. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I wish these days would never end, but there's nothing I can do. Oh, and then the chorus is, and I want to be, I don't need to be defensive here. It was a song about Earn, but also about Earn as a symbol of, of lost youth. Like that, mm-hmm. hold on to 16 mm-hmm. as long as you can. Mm-hmm. And I knew it was gone. Mm-hmm. So it's both. So Earn is a symbol, but also Earn is Earn. And I, I, this sounds defensive. But anyway, the chorus is, but there's nothing I can do to keep me with you. Oh, my So God. I'm going to choose... Forever loving you. Oh my god! I know. Only Val. You're the the only girlfriend that would love me. (laughs) One time we were like laying in bed, and Pete had this memory, and he sang me the song. And I this song, yeah. And I was like, "This is the sweetest thing I know about you." So I went to Grace Chapel in the balcony. It's still there if anybody wants to start a Pete Holmes tour. (laughs) (laughs) And John Arelli, who we call Fonz. Mm Uh, played backup guitar and sang. He actually improvises some stuff. I believe he goes, mm-hmm. never change. He's got the background Which was vocals. not scripted. <laughs> I loved it, but I also remember being like, huh, didn't know we were... Taking liberties. <laughs> <laughs> so we recorded it because Grace Chapel had very nice sound equipment. So hopefully Acoustics. this will sound better. 
and no, and good mics. So oh, he, yeah, like, they had the, the he text. mixed it and stuff. So this yep. should sound better than yeah. the four track, the yeah. Tascam four track. Yeah. <laughs> and what did, what did I write in the liner notes? So you wrote on the front. You wrote, oh wait wait oh yeah go ahead. Pride for a friend six twenty five ninety seven, which is when it was recorded. <laughs> Copy. I was eight, by the way. Oh, <laughs> <Eleven>. yikes! <laughs> and and the 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 people involved. You wrote Pepe Holmes vocals and funky. I don't know what that says. Ba- what bass? Yeah, funky bass. Probably. What John Fonziarelli, vocals and funky tuba. And <laughs> funky banjo. Banjo. See, I'm trying to... Trying to lighten it up a little bit. Vocals is spelled with a Z, by the way. Yes, you were trying to lighten vocals, it up because it was real mm, heavy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm making jokes. Yeah. Like before you propose, you're right. kind of like, oh, uh, anyway, so... funky banjo. You have to read the side uh, before you read the note. Did you read it? The side says, says, Oh, it's, you know, the side you can read on the cassette tape where you're like, what tape is this? For Rooney only. So now we're going to say it, play it for, you know, thousands of people. And there is something precious about that you didn't want it to. I feel a little ill. I just want to. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of a rare thing for like a young Pete to not want to, or even a now Pete to not want to like, you know, uh, not monetize, but like. You know, use it for popularity or like use it, and this is just well, this for is you. A very yeah. intimate thing. This is like yeah, intimate. this was just a one-off. Yeah. It says, "Hey Rooney, I wrote the song after I heard you on the radio. Me and Fonzie recorded it. It came out okay, and some of the quality was lost. Transferring it to this tape. <laughs> oh well, you get the idea. <laughs> Love ya, need ya, peace. Aww. A peace, peps. I guess that's what for do you Pepe. mean? A peace. It says peace." Like, peace out. Love you, need you, peace. Peps. Peps, yeah, like Because in Spanish class, they called me Pepe. So trying to keep it light. Aww. Which became Peps. Peps. And then I would take the Pepsi logo and turn the I into an exclamation point by whiting Ooh. it out. So it would say Peps. Oh, cute. Me and Nate Jaffe. Nate Jaffe. Who was kind of a white hat, but like a, a lot of those guys matured and turned into great guys. Oh, yeah, they definitely did. By my senior year, I was friends with everybody. I think people kind mm. of was like coming together at the end of senior year, like, all right, we can get along. We, We're and cool. we did We're get cool along. now. Everything kind of calmed out. Yeah. yeah. Cooled well, you're out. older. You have like yeah. more yeah. You're, you're all going your way, and you're like, all right, we can be cool. We stopped worrying so much about our differences yeah, and came I think together. We did. And remember when we graduated, we all pulled our cars in yes. and WZLX played three requests. Yeah. So there's a flagpole at, at LHS mm-hmm. and we and you're not supposed to drive in there. It was the last day of school. We all drove our cars in and I remembered that I had the car that day, my mm-hmm. mom's Volvo. Mm-hmm. I didn't have it most days and I was like, oh my God, I can do this. Mm-hmm. And yep. I got my car and we all drove in yep. and I opened the back of the Volvo they where the speakers blasted were. blasted the radio. And everybody turned up and they were like, WZLX, we have uh, three requests from the graduating class of 1997 Lexington High School and it played Glory Days. Yeah. <laughs> Which I still still makes me think about that day. Of course, that. Yeah. Yeah. glory days. And I remember all the white hats. I loved them. They really screamed along to "Drink till I get my fill," and I mm. still hadn't had a beer. But I was like, all right. "That whole song is about like have a few drinks, like every verse." I know it's like we didn't work on an oil rig, but yeah, <laughs> thank you, Bruce. Yeah. And then what were the other ones? One was "Schools Out for Summer." Yeah, I can't, I can't remember, remember the, the third. Maybe it was Jack and Diane. I don't know. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah. Anyway, all right, so this. Let's play it. I am humiliated. But I, uh, God. This is great. I'm so excited. I have my finger on the button. I'm in, in tears already. And I, I, so I have. Finger on the button. It's not as bad as you can I remember. I just feel. You listen to it? 
I feel like I remember it's not being that bad. Well, you already said the lyrics. But this is the thing. Right. Is Val and I all the time do a game where we go, yeah, the lyrics, <laughs> where we go sing in your most sincere voice. Because yeah. whenever Ooh. we sing, we're like, oh, I, I just want to take. And it's like, no, sing, no filter. It's, it's very And that's what I think I'm, yeah, that's what I'm doing here. Right. Mm-hmm. You're you going to hear my vulnerable voice. Here it is. Mm-hmm. My real voice. Let's do it. No British accent. I can't wait. Nope. Here we go. I, I am freaking out. <laughs> I am freaking. I feel butterfly. This is church guitar right here. Yes, this is worship. Church meeting. worship guitar. Oh uh, yes. Oh yeah. You're my brother, too. Oh, my God. What are you doing to me? You're my friend, but you're my brother, too. Oh. You're my teacher, man. Oh, man. I think this is the field right here. There's nothing I wouldn't do. Oh, he takes a solo. Just a montage of you guys jerking off. (laughs) (laughs) Sleeping in the same bed. (laughs) Falling in the hallway, (laughs) saying medic. (laughs) Throwing up in the pool. (laughs) This is montage material, seriously. I could get this to be a credit song for crashing. Oh. <laughs> we should be walking on a beach or something. Yeah. Oh, Fonzie. Yeah. That was Fonzie, thank God. That was Fonzie. Love you, Fonz. First verse again. I'm a big fan of first verse again. Yeah, it's a good move. 
Ah, Fonzie. He's getting bored. <laughs> He's like, give me something to do. These days would never end. There's nothing I can do. Nothing I can do. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting a little boys to men. Our confidence is growing. You know what I mean? Like, we're in the song. Yeah. We're just playing it live. Yeah. Ooh, hit yeah. it. I hit it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh. This is where he says never change. Love you. Oh no. Never leave me. You'll always be a part of me. Wow. Come on, you This is too much. I'm having a panic attack. No, you're doing great. Almost there. Please wrap it up. Almost there. Wrap it up. Wrap it up, please. I want to hear Never Change. Did I miss it? Wow. Oh, that's also like a worship song thing oh, to be God. like, and then we just like improvise like what we feel. Like, thank oh. you, Jesus. Wow. We really covered I'm some ground. I'm so clammy right now. That is the oh. best thing I've ever heard. I'm oh. so glad I saved that. I thank you so much for saving I save that. a lot of old stuff like that. Never change. And people that's, are like, why do you have that? I'm like, this is why I have this that. This is why. That's so What did Fonz on a completely, what did Fonz think? Did he know it was about you? Me, well, that's my yeah. first question. My second question was if he did, he's, why wasn't he, was he like, so why aren't you writing a song like that about me? Right. <laughs> and my third question is, would he be okay with you guys playing this to thousands of people? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, he's not the one you know in the line of fire other events such as running from this song that might have been like the most vulnerable thing you've ever shared on this podcast oh by far yeah made it weird so sweet Uh, yeah you just made it very always a part of me isn't that what i said it's never leave me. Never leave me. That sounds like your mother. That's, that's some, uh, yeah, my mom wrote that line. That's some deep stuff there. <laughs> never leave me. So that's why you. And you, you kind of never did. So no, never it did. Must have had an effect. But you know, I'm I. Here. It's <laughs> interesting. We hang out now, but I was right. We're grown up. Didn't I say that to you this morning? I was like, it doesn't. I bums out is the wrong term, but I do look at us now, and I'm like, oh man, we are grown ups. Absolutely. Yeah. You know what I mean. Like we do, we are silly. When we were at Disneyland, we're running around and we're trying to hold on to some of that gold. Yeah. But I was right. We're not farting in Pringles cans anymore. Yeah, maybe you're not. <laughs> <laughs> you're not like so. It it was a fit. It's how I felt at the time. I can't. No, I can't. no don't no, judge it. Yeah, I can't. Don't apologize. For I that. can't. No, because you're right. George is getting angry. <laughs> what the way that you like there's something so pure Don't about that judge it. and it's your grown up self that's being like that's gay that's stupid yeah. but it's like that that was like pure that's how you felt it was you your first put love nude, you're put, he's putting he's the new back, back, back in just to cleanse the palate just remember it is funny the like difference you're also capable of this we should have closed with this. Yeah. I contain multitudes. 
Yeah, you don't know me. All right. Wow. Oh, wow. Let's, let's get We covered some ground. Katie, I should have warned you this would be a long one. I, I hope you didn't have... Oh, no, I figured it would be. <laughs> yeah. She's just, she knows to assume She's that now. She's done this before. Another shout out to the wonderful Paige Hunt, yes. who got it, and her Thank dad, you, who got us this cassette player. Because you brought these from Cleveland, and only last night did I go shit. I really thought you would have planned. I texted Jonah Ray. Good, good guess. Yeah, Katie, that's a good guess. Emily Gordon. I asked around. Nobody has cassette players anymore. Nobody. I have one. I could have brought it. Yeah, I know. We should have thought of that. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Well, I mean, we could talk so much. We could unpack all sorts of multitudes. But, you know, it's interesting. I sometimes think about those people, uh, you know, sometimes they realize they're they're dying or whatever. Very moving stuff. And they'll start recording everything they remember for like a child or Mm -hmm. something. And that stuff is very, very heartbreaking for me. And then I, I like to think that this podcast is this ongoing thing. It's not just about like celebrity or anything like that. To me, it's it's the most important thing I do. And that when we are old, we'll be able to listen to this and how we felt about this now mm-hmm. and hear the music and all that sort of stuff. Even if we lose the tapes and here it is. Save the tapes. Yeah, save the tapes. <laughs> Definitely make copies of the tapes. But it and uh, send me copies of the tapes and. Uh, and sell you can the buy tapes. them on you yeah. made it weird <laughs> <laughs> monetize the tapes <laughs> we monetize the tapes um, somebody did a uh, keep it crispy you made it weird remix the punk rock remix remember that Ooh. somebody did that I forget who huh. did it but I definitely sent it to you because we put it at the end of some episodes but if anybody wants to cover those we would get a, a big kick out of that <laughs> for sure a good a, a clearer version of these songs <laughs> or maybe we should uh but anyway, I'm just so glad this is a record, and it's it's a wonderful to nail down all the weirdness. Like actual, like we do this podcast, and we pretend like adults have weirdness. <laughs> Kids, kids—that's where the weirdness is. Are yeah. soaked in weirdness. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you never talk about it. No, all that stuff. No. Like jerking off in the shower is certainly like the weirdest thing we talked about. Maybe or taking pictures of shit or whatever it was. <laughs> that's like authentic, real mainlining strangeness Mm -hmm. and i hope that this podcast for everybody listening helps them get in touch with what their adolescence was like what their junior high years were like what their high school years were like Mm -hmm. and even playing this song which is obviously so uh raw for me to share maybe there are people out there that can relate to the idea of being clearly in love with their best friend (laughs) uh or or in love with the idea of their life Mm -hmm. together Mm -hmm. we had known each other for a very long time Yeah. yeah yeah But I love you, Aaron. Love you, Peter. Thank you for doing this. I mean, how long have we known each other now? It's crazy. 25 years. Wow. 25 years. At least. 25 That's about years. about as old as Valerie I is. I know. It's two years younger well, than yeah. me. We don't have to. <laughs> yeah. So I finally found a way to have sex with our legacy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you is. for putting it in such clear words. I'm I... actually, like, honored to be that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she's our surrogate. Oh. Yeah. Tonight, when, I, when I'm finishing, I'm going to oh, go, okay. never All change. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That was Valerie. I want it on the yes. scoreboard. That <laughs> final callback was Valerie. Oh. So I hope this means a lot. Uh, it meant a lot to me. Oh, yeah. And Sweet Lady V, thank, thank you. Thank you so much for letting me be a part of this. That Real Girl, V for Vagilante on Instagram. On Instagram. Twitter is also V for Vagilante. Oh, no. Instagram is Valerie and Cheney because my name is Valerie Ann Cheney, and I used to think that my middle name was and. Like, those were my two names. Uh, Valerie, Valerie and, and Cheney. Cheney. Uh, and uh, Twitter. What's your last name? You mean my name from before? <laughs> little, little Stevie. Stevie. <laughs> 
my grown-up name is Dr. Stephen Brule. <laughs> uh, so I'll plug Steve Steve Brule. Yeah, very funny. Very funny. Um, uh, and Real Girl is a wonderful charity that uh, you can donate to. Yep. At Real Girl. What is it again? Empowerment Program. No, at realgirlprograms.com. Realgirlprograms.com. Yeah, yeah. Wonderful program. And Aaron, do you have anything to plug? I have nothing to plug. I'm just here for fun. Yeah. Well, thank you for doing yeah. it. I'm I'm glad we could make this. I am too. I've heard it. Time I've heard it. A few of them. I, I'll admit I haven't heard all. Please. Hundreds. You know me. I mean, it's not necessary. But uh, if it looks interesting, but no. But I I've thought like this would be a fun thing to do, and I was like, Pete won't be interested in that. No, I'm glad we did it. Yeah. Me too. And now we have it. Me too. It's on the record. All right. So we end every episode with the guest saying, keep it crispy. Val, would you uh, do the honors? You guys, will you just keep it crispy already? I will. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, Aaron? Keep it crispy. And now I'm going to sing it sincerely. Okay. Ooh. Keep it crispy. Crispy. Ooh. 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 I wish these days would never. Never There's nothing I can <laughs> do. I'm in love with you, in love with you. <laughs> Keep it crispy, let's experiment. <laughs> let's just see where things lead <laughs> after a bottle of rose. Don't judge it, don't judge it. Now leaving Nerdist.com.